something interesting to say right here. Before this, no biggie. And after this, the time has come to make a choice. It's time. I know what goes on behind the doors. I know because I saw it. I lived it. He is gone. I'm into some kinky stuff. What? D. Snyder Radio. I told you. Yeah, my baby. D. Snyder. Woo! Where's my autograph book? Okay, stop talking. Get in. Sit down. Shut up. And hold on. Can I please say one more thing? Ladies and gentlemen, D. Let's play. shaving this morning mm-hmm. and it dawns on me that I've missed out on teaching two of my sons so far how to shave on being there when the first time they shaved because I was out of town I was away so who taught them Suzette I either I'm not even sure I think possibly Jesse just did it on the fly and okay. uh, and uh, I was shaving my face, you dick, Nick. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Shane, maybe Suzette did. Gave my hand. But that's see, that's something like it's a moment between a dad and a son, you know, that I missed out on twice already. This, this is the kind of stuff that like eats at you. I got one more shot with Cody. Well, theoretically, I could teach Cheyenne how to shave her legs <laughs> down the road, but... See, that's something that most dads don't do. <laughs> that's true. Been there, done that. <laughs> but but I don't want to miss out on... That's, seriously. Dark side, I mean, here you are. You're a dad now. Maybe you never thought about it before, but this minute, thinking about it, who taught you how to shave? I think I was self-taught. Really? Uh, yeah, I got a late start. That's why I'm surprised to hear that Shane is already shaving. I got a late start because, you know. Oh, Shane was like shaving in second grade. <laughs> 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 he's, he's like, you know, we got a nice mix of uh, Italian, Irish, uh, Swiss, Russian, and Hungarian little uh, mutts going on there. But Shane is like our little Prince Spaghetti boy over there, you know. He's, <laughs> he's like the most ethnic looking Italian one in the bunch. <laughs> yeah, he's got the heavy mustache. So you, you shaved late in life and, and dad wasn't there for you? No, I, I did it myself. I'd like to be Nick? able to teach the boy, though. That'd be cool. Well, it just seems like, you know, who do you want to tell you? Who do you want to tell your kids the facts of life? Right. Some stranger? <laughs> Michelle? No, no. Nope. Seriously, don't you think, like, don't you see yourself doing it? Yeah, I'd rather do it myself. It'd be cool. I mean, this, ain't, this is the way we did it with Shovelhead? Yeah, good bonding, you know? you know? Yeah, wax the upper lip type of thing. <laughs> I've invited Shovelhead over for a demonstration. <laughs> Nick, who taught you? Uh, my dad. Well, when I was four years old, I used to um, dress up in the suit and had that attache case. Right. Yeah, I remember the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I followed my dad around everywhere, and I used to just watch him. And you used to have a pretend shit razor? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. 
That's some kind of sort of, some sort of psychosis, isn't it? What do you mean? Imitation to that extreme. But so when it actually came to true execution, though, was it Dad who showed you the ropes? Uh, no. At that point, I was a veteran. I was doing it on my own. But I didn't have to shave till I was 19 years old. What? <laughs> in high school, I probably just the wrong bunch of people. Maybe I maybe I put in too much importance on this. Yeah, in high school, I probably shaved a total of three times, maybe once before my prom and a couple other dances or something. Really? I never had a shave. No. Now, Next, Sean. What? Who's? Oh, how oh, Sean. Do you usually start shaving? Is that late? No, I started sh- I started shaving when I was like 16 or 17. Yeah, 16, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I guess it depends on your ethnicity. You know, what's your, what, what, what descent are you there, uh, Shawnee? French. French. <laughs> French. They have outrageous mustaches and beads. Yeah, French Canadian. Yes, French Canadian. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I, maybe because it was a cool moment for me and my dad. I want to do it with my kids. Uh, I don't know. It's the wrong bunch of people to talk to. And who taught you? Some mentally challenged guy, right, Sean? <laughs> All right. Contrary to Dan's opinion, we are not playing an STP song in lieu of what happened yesterday. <laughs> it is my choice. And I think that this band is one of the few bands out of that 80s that really holds up. Okay, Guns N' Roses, they hold up too. Both <laughs> sides <laughs> getting all ippity. But they just had this way of like just like easing into a song. This is like moody. But what does he say at the beginning? He always has something clever to say, like, check this wong. Or this is Is that what he said? Does he say that on this one? I, no, I don't think this is no, I think this is check this one. Check this one. He always something cool to say. Yeah. All right, shut up and enjoy the tune. It's D Snyder Radio, Radio 104. Yeah! D Snyder Radio, Radio 104. Do I know how to pick him or what? This is yeah. where he <laughs> Nobody knew that that's where you got that. Yeah, because he <laughs> didn't ever tell anybody. Yeah. I, D, I remember don't when we lie. lie to us. I'm not lying. When we first started talking about it, I said, I, got, I, I always start my shows with the cult thing. And I said, this is where it all begins. Oh, I thought you said that, but See? I knew it. The minute you said it, I knew where it came yeah, but from. D, you remember You were rotten liar. With your memory, it doesn't help, D. <laughs> <laughs> Slap your fat eyes. <laughs> what else are you ripping off, Sean? Nothing. Oh, man. I t- all I say is this is where it all begins. And I admitted that when we first started talking about it, that I start the show, I start, I start the fault line shows with that saying. Liar! But uh, now I have okay. something new that I start the shows with. Oh, what? some other rip off? <laughs> I don't know. You know what you you feel no, shame. That's a good one. <laughs> hey, no. is it true that your band's first original starts with the line? Is a lady who knows all that glitters is gold? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually then, during a poignant break. 
in a fault line show, Sean says, does anyone remember laughter? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I start the shows with, I want to rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you want to do Such with your life? Liar. You are no. one pathetic loser. I, I, my new thing is, I yell up to the mic, I go to the mic and I yell, let's party. That oh. is so awful. What is fresh. Wrong with let's party? That's oh. fresh. <laughs> you want to revenge in the nerds movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Do it in the Alright, I'll I'll just oh, start kicked off with this one, it'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Everybody will walk right out. Let's party. Yeah, why not? You know, with like you know, some goose gusto to it. That's you know? really lame. Yeah. Okay, how about how about let's go? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a Ramones thing. Oh my okay. god. You up. gotta work on it. All right. Let's I'll party, be. Sean. That's awful. <sighs> Well, <laughs> you're clearly gay. There's definitely a We'll come up with something. I'll come up with something new. Okay. You, got, you, you should have heard talking to listeners that. You should have heard the reaction here when they, <laughs> when Ian Asbury said, this is where it all begins. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are freaking out. Right there. Sun King, honey. Uh, <clears throat> now. Some reaction to our um, STP and Dan bashing yesterday. Okay. <laughs> uh, Gammy, the bitch goddess, says, I don't write often, but I absolutely had to write today after hearing you guys trash the hell out of Stone Temple Pilots. I want to say that thank God I wasn't driving when this happened or you guys replayed it. I nearly fell off the bed several times laughing this morning. Uh, you guys want to bring up STP ripping off people? How about, the, how about Plush from the first album? Well, I said that first album was completely, der completely derivative. So when that video came out, uh, Waylon got Scott Waylon is it Wyland? Wyland got trashed for ripping off one of my personal favorites, Eddie Vedder. You can hear it in the vocals. You can see it in the video. No doubt, no doubt. She said, "Thanks, thanks guys for helping me get my 25th birthday off to a kick-ass start." Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Gammy. Yeah. And Michelle Z writes, uh, subject, journey down memory lane. <laughs> D and gang, I can't think of any better way to start the morning than with a good laugh, and that's just what I got this morning. I love the journey down memory lane that you and Beth took, much to the dismay of Psycho Dan. I found myself singing along. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I, you can't help it. I you know. know. <laughs> They've got so many hits. It's like, oh, everybody's just singing. P.S. And I didn't mention this yesterday. And I noticed it in the recap when we replayed it later in the show. What I learned today is that Beth has quite a pleasant singing voice. You sounded very good, Ms. Locke. Get out of town. Steve. Yes, you did. Maybe Journey is my one good singing band. Is that possible? Journey's your muse. <laughs> you, 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 I, I said, yeah, she's singing kind of nice with Steve. You were like easing in on it. Really? And then when I was listening back, yes, I noticed it too. Wow, I've always been told, well, mostly just by my dad, that my singing voice is not good. See, see, this is the problem. When parents, they don't know how they emotionally scar children <laughs> by saying things. So, you know, my, my father, and I wonder why my father's got issues. My father was like, I don't know, he was like eight and brought a, a something he drew in school to his father. And his father, he says, look what I drew in school. He says, you call this art? Oh. And he goes in and he pulls out like a Michelangelo. He goes, this is art. 
and my father like completely like threw, you know just gave up his crayons and like was bummed for the rest of his life. And that's the only thing my dad. I mean, every, everything else, my dad said, you know, you guys are great, never do these things well. But when I would sing, he would you know say that probably you know wasn't my life calling. <laughs> you were singing pretty nice yesterday with Journey, but you know actually that can have reverse effects as well. My dad. My dad, following in his dad's footsteps, mercilessly mocked, you know, me singing rock and roll. Like the first thing I ever sang him, he just started goofing on it. And then every time somebody came over, he said, hey, he wants to sing rock and roll. Sing him that so dumb song you were singing. Like, you just make fun of me. And I was just like, oh, man, you are going to suffer for this. You know, my dad would, would never say things like that. Like that. My dad's in front of cruel. company, and I think if I, you know, the first time I brought home a gold or platinum record, my dad probably say, "Well, you know, maybe your voice isn't half bad." But um, I believe I gave it to my dad both barrels. He's still paying. <laughs> he's he's still paying. And then he, then he got into this whole thing uh, that where you know he's sort of took credit for my career. You know, he says, mm -hmm. "Hey, if I wasn't tough on you, you wouldn't have been inspired and driven to do what you did." Well, I'm that's I'm like, probably yeah, so, partially true. Yeah, and I said, well, Dad, how do you know I wouldn't be happier as a well-adjusted accountant? Just sitting in my little cubicle, just feeling well-adjusted and happy and just dealing with my numbers. I mean, you know. That's a good point, too. You ought to be a tortured soul to be successful. I'm not tortured anymore, though, people. I feel very good. Well, I, was, I, was, I was actually watching Mick Foley's tape. Remember the tape he gave me mm -hmm. when he was here about his big, his little hits and stuff? And he, he's interviewed, talking on it. And he just says that basically, like, he, when he, you know, he went through a lot of crazy stuff growing up. And, and, but now he's so, like, content, he really can't do it anymore. His heart's not in it. See, that's like me. Understand? See how that works? I do, I do. You're supposed to feel better afterwards. Didn't, well, we're going to play a Nikki Six interview a little later on. And you listen to him, he sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. Sounds focused and and uh, just sort of relaxed. Wouldn't you say that in the interview? I mean, oh yeah, Nick. Yeah, I guess he sounds all right. I don't like him. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about is it the comments he makes? The fact that he canceled on us three times? Yeah, he canceled on us. And then during the interview, he was just kind of, you know, I don't know. Flippant? Yeah, nah, I wouldn't say flippant, but I think he was just kind of going through the motions, you know, and that kind of pissed me off a little bit. Oh, and uh, and I, not I mean, out of any notes. disrespect to you, I, I just think that he was basically, you know, whatever type of guy and I don't like that you know his I mean he takes credit for writing all these songs and I was the writer and I was the brains behind the band they were singing girls 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 you know and smoking in the boys room well that very, wasn't even their song that so you know that no, kind he's of not actually a real talent exactly <laughs> exactly and then I don't know I'm getting down on bands a little bit I, I don't I don't get who they think they are so no disrespect to you again, <laughs> but, um, you know. That's all right. I'm distancing but myself. But it's weird. I distanced myself in the 80s from those guys. And I could not I mean, socialize with this them. This guy has lead singer's disease, and he's not even a front man for the band. You know? But I think I have found that if you aren't the front man and you are the person who does all the writing, you sometimes overcompensate mm. because you really want people to know that 
you wrote the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, Nick, you know what? I mean, see, Nick's got my back. Nick, there was nothing wrong with Nikki's interview, but it did lack a depth of sincerity that you might expect from one person who's, you know, he and I have been down a similar mm-hmm. roads and shoulder to shoulder in our own way, East Coast, West Coast, you know. And it just, there was something lacking in there. And, it, and maybe we're reacting off of the fact that they canceled three times. He said he didn't even know about it, which could be true, mm-hmm. could not be true, but whatever. Believe me, I'm in my notes as well. Well, there is a big difference, as people will hear, for instance, the times that we've interviewed the guys from Poison or even... Um I don't know. Who's that Iron Maiden guy we talked to? Bruce Dickinson? Yeah. We didn't talk to Bruce Dickinson, did we? Yeah. Long time ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sure. God, that was a long time ago. I mean, those those guys all sort of acted as if they were peers of yours, and Nikki had a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. He did. So, whatever. That's his issue, though, D. I'm going to the coast, and when I get there, he ain't going to be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might be on the show, but he'll be wearing knee pads. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a break, and we'll come back. And exactly, <laughs> hey, Nikki's on the show today. He won't be saying much. <laughs> He's making up for his transgressions, and he really didn't. You know what? And 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 again, you're gonna listen. You're gonna say, "Well, he was not, it was pleasant and you know nice. It was subtle. It was a subtle thing." I think that's what Nick's picking up on. Speaking of subtleties, Nick's drinking pee today. <laughs> it doesn't get more subtle than that. Are you really going through with this? Yeah, I said I would. As stupid as I think it is, and I'm not saying that it was really anybody else pushing me to do it, but... I know, we didn't even, I didn't even suggest it. You said, I'll do it for $100. Mm. I'm 27 years old. My eyes opened up this morning. And the first thing I thought of was, damn, I gotta drink my piss this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Not a a good start to the day. Should I tell him he doesn't have to do this, Beth? I mean, I. No, you don't have to. No. You, it's it's up to him anyway, Dee. I mean, he's the one who offered to do it and said that he wanted the money. I mean, is it the hundred bucks or is it your like credibility or what's the um, deal? I mean, well, people were listening. They were just going, "What what are they talking about? Beth put up a story that in China, millions of Chinese drink their own urine each day for supposed health benefits. As we're talking about the story, Nick says... I'll drink my urine for $100. And, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Conversation ensued. And, and sort of, I said, well, okay, I'll, you know, Clear Channel will put up 100 bucks for that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sort of, we're, we're doing it. But it was kind of very self-motivated by Nick. It wasn't like we were sitting there thinking what the men to think we do to Nick next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. You can do it! I said I was going to do it, and I'm going to do it. I may not be a lot of things, but, you know, I said I'm going to do something. I'm going to at least try it. So. The thing is, I may be a lot of things, but I'm not a person okay. who goes, I may not Thank be a you. lot of things, but I am a piss drinker. Yeah, so, and I don't care. This is part of the show and everything, so that fridge that is shared by all the radio stations is going to have a small cup of urine in there for a while because this stuff has to be chilled. I'm not drinking warm piss. Unless, can I do it on ice? somebody goes in there and downs your piss? (laughs) (laughs) It would be unfair to put it in like an apple juice bottle or anything, right? No, I wouldn't do it. That would be wrong. That would be wrong. But, um... 
Uh, can what happens? Can I do this on ice or should I do just? Is this straight out of the cup? I think, I think either way is still in the cup. Yeah, if you want to have it on the rocks, feel free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ice chips. <laughs> oh, now you're really watering it down. Okay, no, I'll it's just... Not, it's uh, not a snow no, cone, what, No, because I'm not going to have some idiots emailing and saying, oh, it's not nice or whatever. No, I'm doing it straight. Straight piss. You can do it! You should chill it, though. Yeah, it will just be chill. Four ounces? Yeah. I can't believe you're going to do it. Piss breath. Piss breath, honey. Ladies love that. Oh yeah, my dad. <laughs> my dad is so proud. Oh, you're pa- your poor. Pants. Oh, you should have heard the phone call last night. Oh my God, I'm surprised I made it here this morning. <laughs> hey, oh, there's still time. We'll take- Hold it. I'll take a break, and we come back. We're supposed to have a recap, but I want to hear about this phone call, and then we'll see if we play the recap for you as well. So, and brand new on the road with Mudbone. Yay! Mudbone's hitting the highway. It's summertime, and he's out there somewhere. We'll find out where he is just in a little bit, actually. So stick around for the recap. Nick's conversation with his dad and more on T-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. T-Snyder Radio. Show me dark side's nipple. What did I say? Nipple. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. So, how's your song parodies coming along? Hmm? Are you thinking about them? Are you working on them? Have you got him in already? Zach asked, sent me a letter, says, Can you please explain the song parody thing? If me and my friends can do a parody about your talk show, I'm sure we could do a parody about a song about the talk show. Yeah, that's what it is, man. He says that him and his friends, they take different characters in the show and then they pretend that they're us mm-hmm. and they have conversations. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> I'll be tea. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Uh, but the song, well, here's how it goes, Zach asks. Yeah. Just take a popular song, write new words to it, words relating to D Snyder Radio, sing them on a tape or a CD or a dat tape, and send them to D Snyder Radio, 10 Columbus Boulevard, Hartford, Connecticut, 06106. Okay, and we're going to pick the best one or the one that we favor. And not best by quality, best by creativity, originality, how funny it is. That's what counts. Not how well done or what, how good your singing voice is. Don't panic. I mean, I think that a bad singing voice could actually add to a song parody, quite honestly, if it's the right bad. You know, if it's just the good kind of bad, not the bad kind of bad. Like Nick, when he sings... That's funny as hell. <laughs> Next thing that's Star Sangle Banner, you can't get enough of that. Now, if you change the words, that would be a parody. So they can say, oh, say, can you see these nuts? If you can, he's wearing those bike shorts again. Um, okay, but anyway, get them in to us because we've got a great grand prize. It's a Sea-Doo G- GTS personal watercraft valued at over 
$1,000. You can see a picture of it at Radio104.com and get all the details of this contest. This thing is massive. It's a three-seater. I don't know why they call it a personal watercraft when you fit three people on it. And you can drag some bastard on water skis behind it. Good times. Good times. <laughs> so, And we've got three runner-up prizes as well, DVD players. We'll be awarding them at D-Day. On June 29th, we are going to have to pick a deadline for these song parties, though, Nick. I have a feeling it's like the week before. Yeah, I was like looking the at the Friday some, before. Yeah. That gives us a chance to all listen, make sure we listen to all of them and consider them. And we're going to have to be, you know, meetings and what have you. And we're starting to get some in. I think we'll start playing some next week. I think we, next week we start playing some to give people a little taste of what's going on and what they're competing against, okay? Uh, and so, like I said, get all the information from Radio104.com if you missed it this, just now. And thank you to Connecticut Power and Sport New London, Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury, Midtown Kawasaki in Rocky Hill, and New England Cycle Center in Hartford for providing us with the fabulous SeaDoo GTS. And remember, we cannot accept parodies recorded on reel-to-reel, A-Track, or vinyl. Okay. We want to talk about... We have a recap called Elephant Dick. And with a title like that, I don't know if I want to pass on it, but that said, Nick seems fairly distraught today, and I think it's more than just having to drink his own pee. So let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan, and then I want to hear about this conversation with your dad yesterday. Psycho? This traffic report is brought to you by People's Bank. Traveling on 84 East, exit 41 on-ramp is closed there because an overturned tractor-trailer. Hauling chocolate is tipped over there. Traffic there, consequently, is restricted to two lanes instead of three. This is where he dies! <laughs> there you go. 84 West. That's exit 41, Sean, on 84 East. 84 West, we have like traffic coming over the Bulkley Bridge, but not too bad. 91 North and South. Both look pretty good right now. Traveling on Route 2, it's going to be just a little bit slow getting up to the flyover. At 6 43, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Hey, did you think, uh, Psycho, don't leave. Did you think that, that this is all where it all begins line was an original? Yeah, I guess I thought that too, but it doesn't uh, surprise me. Yeah. I don't know why everybody's beating up on him so much. I mean, it's a cover band. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. surprised you that he's covering his intro, so, his know, intro uh, statement? He's. I thought he was trying to be original with the way he dressed and his show antics. You know, I'm surprised he doesn't get beat up more. The way he dresses and the way he, you know, dances around the stage. I mean, I know friends of mine that are good guys, but if they ran into him at a bar and saw him running around in his little tinfoil outfit on stage, I mean, they would probably kick his ass after the show. You know, everybody talks crap, and but they don't do it in the end. You know, they say that about me. I can't believe dudes and dudes ask, but then again, a little size of me. I mean, I was getting mixing it up every freaking night. Well, well, yeah, but I, I mean, D, you had your own style, your own way about you. I mean, I this like is, a fag. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, a big, strong fag. I mean, yeah, but Sean's, on stage, they couldn't tell that. I mean, you know, Sean's a little meatball it's running around It's not stage. like he's wearing the Reynolds wrap on the street. And besides that, the only thing I will say is just because I wear the tinfoil outfit, makeup, and nail polish, whatever, doesn't mean I can't <laughs> still just kick your ass. I'm oh. telling you, it works. It's a statement. And I, you know what? I'm you just out there, and I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, you're 35 years old. I'll you're leave him alone, Sean. 30. I got your back on I this I know one. you do, dude. See, they are so <laughs> out of line. 
it's yeah. out of line. It's He's jealousy. having fun. And even if okay. he did wear, I just want to say for the record, even if he did wear the tin foil suit on the street, there's no <laughs> reason for anyone to want to physically assault him. Damn <laughs> gay father. Oh, come on. That's because Dan that's, and his that's friends are That's equivalent. Nazis. Exactly. Oh, that's that's gay bashing. Not not yeah. that you're gay, but the assumption right. is this guy's gay, so we're going to kick his ass. No, that's it's not so crap. much that. I have to I have to agree with Psycho. I have a lot of friends that I grew up with in high school and college who would never start with anybody, but you get them in a bar at night and they see this guy running around on stage. They would probably kick his ass after the show. Exactly. You know what? Your friends <laughs> no, are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And yours too, psycho. You know what? Exactly. I pounded the lights out of your friends, Nick, and your friends, psycho, <laughs> on a daily basis. And there are hundreds of got your friends who had to go tell their mommies and daddies that some big fag in lingerie <laughs> beat them silly. It's got yeah. nothing to for do every with... every single gay guy out there or person who's been picked on for the way they looked, I have had my retribution. Suffer, bitch. Uh, hold on. Okay, all right. That's fine. That's fine. And if I do it again, I'm going to rape you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Send you home with a little something else. Wait. Wait. I just want to clarify. everything you got and do it in the butt. I don't want to hear it. You're talking... No. I'm, I'm taking this personally, this assault on, on no, Sean. Listen, Leave him the F alone. Gay. You're wrong. No, you and your I friends. Know. Don't talk about... Oh, you're Friends are so tough. Your friends are crap. I didn't know. I think your friends are crap. <laughs> no, this has nothing to do with my friends. It has nothing to do with anyone being gay. I never brought up gay. I just said a stupid tinfoil outfit, which is <laughs> what he wears. I'm telling you, the suggestion is. The suggestion is, you know, it's, it's, it's implied. Beth, come on. Maybe is it not implied with everything Dark Side's doing and everything they're saying is this whole thing about being gay? That's why I felt the need to clarify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've got nothing against gay people, all right? It's Sean I have something Hi, against. Fella. How are you know doing that? today? Yeah, but your friends walk in the bar and they see some guy with makeup and nail polish and a silver suit and they say, oh, I'm fine with him, but then I found out he's Sean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not saying that. You're saying if my friends walked in and saw a guy dressed as he was, they'd kick his ass. It's because he's bouncing around up on stage thinking he's cool so and he's what? a dork. Yeah. He's a dork. He's in a Leave. cover band, D. No, you Leave. are in a real band. Good You're God. in a real band. He's in Leave. a cover band. Every band. Do I have to bring up again that Scott Weiland started it's a journey not cover true. band? D. It's not true. There is probably no band on the face of this earth that didn't do covers for years before yes. they broke. Years. Nobody goes into a bar and plays a whole set of their own music. They get thrown off the stage. They're not trying when to get a record line, deal. Sean, who is a friend of mine, they did a couple original. I was screaming, play a hit. See? And I know him. <laughs> That's my point exactly, Beth. They're a cover band. Which is they're not trying to get originals. They're not. They're cover slash original. So That's what he says. <laughs> no, this is lame, and I can't believe you guys are defending Sean. You Can I hear love and touch and right squeezing again, please? i got to get psycho out of this room. All right, good. What do you mean you can't believe I'm defending Sean? Why are you defending him? He's in a cover band. So was So he. was I. Yeah, but you had aspirations of being in a real band. Sean doesn't. No, yes, he does. He thinks he does. You think I'm not in a real band? I think think you're not in a real band, exactly. I'm a dork up on the stage. I think you're a dork up on the stage. I agree, too. You feel like you could put on half the performance. Oh, my God. God. See, this is the thing. Half the stupid performance. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) 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 Ah, yes. Scott (laughs) Zinks.
Okay. Oh, Bye, Psycho. I'm gay. I'm a homo. <laughs> I like guys. Don't ruin Journey for me. It's my it band is- now. <laughs> It okay, just kills right. me because, oh, he, and like, thank oh, you, Dee. No, <laughs> thank you for sticking up for me, Dee, because people say, oh, we my friends will kick, kick the daylights out of you because you're dressed like that and because you get up on stage and have a good time. No, you, even if they could, it's not yourself. a matter if they could. It's, it's, it's a matter of should they. Right, and you know which what I'm is saying? stupid. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of guys out there who couldn't defend themselves. Oh, I love you. Have their ass. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra <laughs> fat. <laughs> yeah. I, we're getting, we, we're we're getting sidetracked. We're supposed to talk about other stuff. Yes, I want to hear Nick, you know, I mean, Nick announced <laughs> that he was going to drink his own urine for 100 bucks. And uh, and um, I'm not surprised. I said, if you listen carefully, you can hear the sound of his mother screaming. Um, th- that he got a phone call. You got a phone call? I had a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> cell and phone. On the cell phone. Yeah. Well, that's your and only phone now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? Were you sleeping in your car or what? No. No, I was, um, well, I mean, I I have my apartment still. They're showing it off, but everything's packed, so there's nowhere for me to really, I can't do anything in the apartment. But, but that's not the point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I what was the nature of the phone call? Just a high from Dad? No, it wasn't a high. Who? you goddamn think you are what the hell are you i don't want you to go you're not going to that radio station tomorrow morning dad no you wait a second after that i didn't talk for five minutes i don't think i uttered a word how old are you 27 that no I'll tell you how old you are where do you live I said, I don't know. And he said, that's my point exactly. (laughs) And I said, Dad, please. And it went on from there. And he said, basically, that if I go through this this morning, I will not receive another call from home. No help. Cut off. Did you try to tell him that three million Chinese people drink their own urine every day? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. He said, basically, that I won't be drinking. If I intend to drink my piss this morning, he will basically supply me with more um, <laughs> if I go through with it. <laughs> I will piss down your goddamn throat. Oh, no. no, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Yeah, I mean, it was a little variation of I'll rip your heart out and show it to you. <laughs> He's used before in the past. So now, do you think this is such a good idea for you to forsake all future aid from your parents in lieu of a hundred dollars today? Does that include the mobile speed pass, or is that like a separate thing? Um, I see they can't take that away from me. I mean, they could cut it off with a phone call, I guess, but (laughs) I still have that. But I'm going to make the plea to my mom sometime today. Now you're going to get your parents fighting between themselves. Uh, My dad is just beside himself, I guess. My sister called me, and he's raging in the house. Dinner was a mess last night, I guess, in Longmeadow. (laughs) Nick, Nick, before uh, you make the plea to your mom, you might want to... You know, use a breath mint or something. 
Um, yeah, and uh, he said that I've become an idiotic loser, no good piece of crap since I started this radio thing. And he said, <laughs> he said basically, he's like, I'll make you ride your bike. If you're going to go to work in the morning, you're going to ride a bike or walk there. I'm taking the car from you, too. He is old school, your dad. <laughs> He's like, you won't have your old goddamn old apartment. 27? Oh. He's yeah. paying the bills. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, he's a little pissed at me right now, I think. Well, I don't blame him. But, yeah. I mean, this this is your decision, Nick. This is a big decision for you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't have to do it. No. You take the scene out off the table. I, at the end of the conversation, I said, Dad, at least I'm a ma- man of my word. And that's when he hung up the phone on me. <laughs> so I haven't talked to him since then because I wasn't even going to call back. I talked to my sister after, but that's about it. But, uh, yeah, he's beside himself right now. So I I, I got to go through. I'm going through with you it. You can do it. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to piss in the cup and drink it this morning. And and I don't feel think like this is deliberate affront to your dad. I mean, you know, like well, at this point, it might be a little bit. It might have a little bit to do with it. But I said I was going to do it, so I'm going to do it. However, I do think this is, you know, I spring <laughs> me down a notch. Even though, you know, I'm not that high <laughs> up there. <laughs> I don't know what is, uh, you know. But um, yeah, this is kind of bad. But I'm going to do it just because I, I said I would. So. Hey, you're not dead. You're going to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess my sister told me yesterday, too, that after the show yesterday, my dad had some clients that had to leave his office as well because he was not in a good mood. You're so. ruining his life. Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> exactly. Uh, I feel exactly. so, I mean, I feel so good that the worst thing my dad ever said to me is that I don't have a great singing voice. Never once did he tell me who's going to rip off my head and urinate on my parents didn't say anything like really when I when I uh, you know I ate the human placenta a couple years ago I mean they I mean not that they could cut off cut me off or anything they had really much not much to say but (laughs) I mean they could have said I think that was disgusting son or something but mom was almost supportive yeah but uh, you get to see D here is that you're 45 years old you have four kids you have a nice place in Long Island (laughs) eating a human placenta yeah that's kind of like oh it's a little novelty you know what I mean to them it's a little just you know that crazy day yeah although Um, I would like to say in your dad's defense I never threatened to drink my own urine and I I don't do the kind of things you do, so... I mean, he certainly oh. has been prompted to say these things. <laughs> yeah. Is it true he was so mad he tore the shirt off one of his clients? <laughs> <laughs> no, but just on a, a little aside, he did mention something about you. Um, <laughs> he, Me? Yeah. He said, I don't care who D thinks he is. He's like, I'll send that effing queer back in a no! box to Long Island. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I guess I, I shouldn't be laughing. He's not, your dad is not going to be pleased oh, with retelling this story. Now I got Mendoza <laughs> and your father after me. <laughs> I better start carrying. Yeah. So, Where's the Kevlar pants? 
but and it's a funny thing because my my mom really likes you um but you know my dad i think is just he's so angry at me and and i think he knows that you didn't put me in this particular situation but overall he just thinks that that i mean this radio station he used to work here in this building and thank god he got a different job because that oh my god can you imagine if he was in the building (laughs) he's trying to find somewhere else to place the blame because he doesn't want to believe (laughs) radio that would be his own son is doing this to him so d i think you're the fall guy (laughs) i'm the well yeah well i mean i don't know before I got here, I guess things weren't this bad, huh? Well, he you certainly did things that outraged your father still. I remember he called and was venting one day on the air about mm. some of your antics. Yeah, I think he's just... The whole situation is, is that, you know, I am 27 years old and he just does not approve at this point. I mean, I told security today not to let my dad anywhere near the studios <laughs> oh or anything, but, you know, he threatens to call the GM. I'm like, Dad, I'm not you know, in high school anymore. And I think he's just, you know, overall, my dad's a really good guy. Um, he's just kind of I think he is. As soon as I get home, the first thing I'm going to do is punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to understand. Yeah, my, my dad, D, just like Some your bitch. dad. <laughs> I mean, my, my dad is old school. And I mean... He he's just very. Well, that wasn't. <laughs> he's uh, he's a great guy, but if my mom gets upset, he gets he gets pissed. Well, that's a natural reaction. And if someone makes a comment to him that sets him off, that's it. Shirts come off. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I mean, he starts unbuckling his belt and all this crap that he's gonna take it off. Yeah. I mean, for he's someone, the original wanted man. For someone who's barely five five and you know not in the best of shape, I mean, my dad can kick some ass, and he's come after me before. So uh, oh, I don't. Yeah. Your poor family. Now your sisters have to endure calls. Oh, my sister, my my younger sister lives with my parents, and she's just like she doesn't even come home for dinner. A couple nights a week now, she makes the call to my mom. Should I come home to dinner tonight? And uh, you know, it's depending on how pissed my father is. You feel right. shame. Okay, I think I think that. I don't know. I mean, the time is is now. I mean, are you doing this? Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, I'm gonna go. I mean, well, I mean, why for the hundred bucks? You can do it. Or because you said no, you would. Because I said I would. I mean, the hundred bucks is nice because I could, you know, use a little bit of cash. But um, yeah, I'm gonna do it because I, I said I would. And it's not in defiance of my father because I said this before I talked to my dad last night. So it's because you're your own man. And you're 27 and you can make decisions for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna make the decision here to do it. So, plus that guy from Manchester called yesterday and said that you were a man. Yeah, yeah. And Chris, the nurse. Uh huh. You got some po- something positive to tell Nick? Oh, absolutely. Um, as a nurse, I'd much rather drink the urine than eat the placenta. Urine's probably 95% water and only 5% solids. But just a warning to Nick, yeah. um, my medical book here, it does have a bitter saline taste. Yeah. Bitter saline so taste. it's just going to be salty. Is it like... It's, it, wait a minute, the taste is in your medical it's book? In, yep, it's in um, the Tabor's uh, Medical and Dictionary. Is See, it is it carbonated? 
I don't think it's carbonated. Ninety-five percent water, and you should have really drank a lot of uh, something this morning, and it would have been more water down probably. Hmm. Well, yeah. What did thanks? Five percent solids. That's it. Thanks. Okay. Chris. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> what did you drink last night? Um, I drank two beers, uh, a glass of wine, and um, two glasses of Grand Marnier. So you you so you basically your your piss is like ninety proof. Now. You better drink some of that Gatorade. Jim from Farmington's got an offer for you. What do you got, Jim? Hey, D, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'll give Nick one hundred and fifty bucks not to do it. Is it grossing you out that much? What's that? Is it grossing you out that much? That is just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So much, it doesn't so much gross me out because I've had to do it. Why? I, I was in the service. They make you do that in the service? No, they don't make you do it, but when you're out there and you got your full uniform on and it's hot and you, you start cramping, you yeah. got to throw a squirt in your canteen. Just Why? Just sodium to keep you from cramping. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know that. You don't pee in the whole thing, but there's enough sodium in it to flow back in your muscles to keep you from cramping. How about a banana? <laughs> you can't get no bananas out, out there in the desert. <laughs> this is why I didn't join the military. And it's absolutely horrendous. Mm. It's just disgusting. Nick has done a lot of crazy, weird stuff. And, <laughs> and to do this does not show any credibility whatsoever because he said he was going to do it. Yeah, and I think he... There, there's a lot of other things he, said he can say he's going to do and not do and ruin his credibility. Hmm. But yeah. this, this is like... It's just like being out on a Friday night and saying, God God only knows what, and not following through because everybody knows you're kidding. Not to mention the torment he's putting his family through. I know. I know. You're right. You're right, Jim. You're right, Jim. You know, I, Nick. Yeah. Jim's right. What? He'll give you 150 bucks. No. And no. you've done, you've said, you've going to, there's so many things you've said you're going to do and then have failed to do. You guys stop yeah. trying to talk him out like of it. Like the cheerleading thing and going around in the wheelchair and dressing as a woman. None of these things ever got done. Yeah, but those were stupid gay things. I mean, this is something that is serious. I mean, this is something that you say like, that like you Like me and Darkseid eating the placenta? Well, yeah. I mean, you guys said you were going to do it and you did it, so. I did feel an obligation. I mean, I, mean not, I, I did feel like we had put it on the line there dark side you know what i mean like it became a point that we said we would do it yeah, yeah it's no not doubt. about the money the only concern i have is you know my family's issues yeah, get with, no money for doing it my family's issues with this particular piss thing has you know it, it, this is an overall picture that they're looking at as how unhappy they are with where i am in my career right now um so i'll put that aside for the piss thing you know I mean, I'm okay, not so worried not about that. And, and the, big, the big concern is how the chick's going to perceive this. Mm. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I got an offer from two girls to live with them in Southington. And I would love to have sex with them every night and take advantage of them. And, you know, <laughs> hang out and, you know, anal sex and everything. <laughs> but, but it is the summer of the donkey punch. But, but, um, but uh, that's... You mean, it's good, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Put a damper on the summer of Donkey Punch. Do um, it in the butt. No, I mean, I will continue that. But yeah, I, that's what I'm concerned about on a Friday night when I'm at the breakout and I'm ready to, you know, take advantage of girls. Um, well, I yeah. don't know what their long-term perception would be, but my advice is just don't 
Have your opening line be, I'm Nick. I drink my own urine. Okay. So, uh, Piss Boy, what, what's next? Uh, well, we got to do On the Road with Mudbone here, and I'm getting... On the, no, There's no. No time right now. There's no time for it right now. We're going to have to do it in a little time. bit. Yeah. No time, no time. So what about this? Well, are we gonna, you drinking the piss next? Uh, after the news, after we do the news next, I'm going to go down the hall and piss in a cup and put it okay. in the fridge. We'll take a break. We come back on the road with Mudbone. Then the news, and then you're drinking your piss? Mm-hmm. Because we got the Nikki Six interview on tape. We can push that back a little bit, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. All right, great. Uh, all right, great. <laughs> if drinking your own piss is considered great, then great. Okay, so stick around. Obviously, things get interesting. <laughs> Wait a minute. Shh. I hear the sound of Mr. Lentino starting his car. <laughs> In Long Meadow. Give me some screeching tires, dark side. Yeah, He's exactly. headed down to the station. Yeah. Tearing shirts off as he gets there. Other people's shirts. Pulling over, rip some guy's shirt off, back in the car. Get the f*** out! Exactly. That's my dad right now. That's actual tape. Okay. Stick around for these side of radio. It's Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. The Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. I ran out of paper, Nick. It's okay. Hey. We're back, of course. And uh, I want to be the first to tell you about D-Day 2. I'm sure you know it's coming. This is no joke, people. This is a big effing deal, the second anniversary of D. Snyder Radio. Beth Lockwood, they said it would never last. (laughs) I could see it in the faces of my competition around the building. They really thought that I wouldn't last. They didn't think I'd make it this long. And they certainly didn't think I'd be doing the damage in the state of Connecticut that D. Snyder Radio has been doing. Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? Friday, June 29th, from 6 a.m. till midnight, all day long, it is officially D-Day at Six Flags, New England. And to that end, Radio 104 will be broadcasting all day long, starting with our show, all the way through Carlito's show. We'll be broadcasting live. And they got a special $10.04 downloadable coupon, Beth, for June 29th. Mm-hmm. They'll be online starting tomorrow. You can download that coupon. It's only good for D-Day. Only good for D-Day. Now, what's going on with us is we're broroadcasting live from the Batman Theater. We're having a 1,000 invited guests only from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Seven Mary Three's playing. Local Legends of Flames are going to be there. All sorts of little goodies to give to the people who are invited to the party. How do you get invited? Two ways. One, you can call our Snide Remarks voicemail line at 860-723-6071. 6071. There it is on the other page. 6071, and tell us why 
No, not tell us why you should go, because that's a plea. I want to say, ha- tell us how the D. Snyder Radio affects your life. Are people calling, guys? Are we getting any uh, Yeah, we are. We're pleas? getting a lot of them. Good. That's one way, an audio one. The other way is by being call number 10 at 860-666-4444. It's that simple. But don't call in if you're not going to show up at 6 a.m. You want to be there for the party. Get the gifts. We've got a lot of sponsors, a lot of people coming down. There's going to be all kinds of goodies. It's going to be a scene, man. And at 9 a.m., we're opening up the Batman Theater to anybody else who's in the park. So if you don't want the tickets, take your $10.04 coupon, which is like a $25 savings. Get down there early. Join the party at 9 Hang out with East Snyder Radio for an hour. Check out 7 Mary 3. And then go spend the day in the park with Radio 104. Okay? It's as simple as that. And we'll be giving away, obviously, tons of tickets. More and more as it approaches. We got another uh, another pair coming later on in the show. But right now, we're going to do On the Road right here. Gonna do oh, I have the reaction. Oh, okay, sorry. Traffic, reaction. The show's just already gone. There's so much stuff to do here, Beth. It's just, uh, is that's the beauty of these side radio. Okay, we'll get some traffic first. Psycho. I'll tell you something. We have some pretty interesting crashes here in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I will say that. So I recall a chicken truck with chickens, frozen chickens all over the road. Uh, potpourri frozen truck on fire. Frozen Now pizzas. we've got pizzas. <laughs> now we've got chocolate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty hysterical, actually. If we're not running over geese and turkeys, we're uh, we're <laughs> crashing very interesting trucks. Neil from Ni- Niantic won the invitations to D-Day, so stop calling. Another pair will be given away later on. Some reaction. Obviously, people are... Uh, I, well, there's mixed reaction to the idea of you drinking your own urine, Nick. Yeah. CeeLo says, I would rather wipe my own ass with a low-grade sandpaper than witness Nick bathing his tongue in his own urine. So how do you feel about it? Strongly, CeeLo? We got Ignaps writing in. It says, okay, I'll admit it. I'm as grossed out as the rest of you with all this talk about Nick drinking a cup of his own pee. Maybe Nick and these three million Chinamen are onto something. I mean... Me, personally, I don't care if it's the freaking fountain of youth. You wouldn't catch me doing it. But we all know that Nick has that extra something special. Let's just hope it's not something genetic that can be passed on to his children. (laughs) Good luck, Nick. Signed, Ignaps. P.S. I'll give you an extra 25 bucks if you gargle. Ooh. It's not worth it, Nick. No, that's not worth 25 bucks. Come on, it's going down anyway. Just got a little, little... <laughs> oh, cool. that's disgusting. Now that's no, disgusting. That, now that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick has his standards. I mean, drinking your own piss—that's one thing. <laughs> you hear that, Mr. Lentino? It's my dad driving down 91 right now. <laughs> Oh, man. Mark Thunder writes, Nick, 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 please do not keep your word. It's P, for God's sake. Seriously. It's not OJ. Just because three million Chinese drink it doesn't mean it's good. Think of Longmeadow. You have a reputation to uphold. Now you're sinking to the depths of New Britain for shame. What? Please don't do this. Well, it's it's in the cup. Is it in the refrigerator or the freezer? It's in the freezer right now. I'm going. For now that we know for a fact that this actually came from the tap, Sean. 
I, I was in the bathroom with him. Not, you know, holding it or nothing. I was going to the bathroom and he was, uh, I heard him peeing into the Dixie cup and then he puts it down on the counter. Dude, it is dark. It's not near my lean cuisine, is it? <laughs> no, your lean cuisine is in the, uh, is in the, it's in the door. It's in the door he of was, the freezer. He was, pissing His- in the, he was pissing in the cup and he was like, oh, dude, there's bubbles in it, man. <laughs> like, oh, his not-so-lean piscine is, is on a separate area from your lean cuisine. Yeah, it is uh, frothy, though, right uh, now, which I'm a little bit concerned well, about, because I don't want to piss mustache. You're really, de- <laughs> <laughs> you're really dehydrated if it's that yellow, so it's going to be even worse tasting. Yeah, that's because I was yeah. drinking last night. Yeah, it's like, uh, what do they call it, dark beers? What are they, what are they called? Lager. Dark side? Well, it's a lager. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian from Tallinn says, just want to say Nick's got some big cojones for saying he's going to drink his own pee. Look at that. Mad respect. More power to him. And hell yeah, I'll be listening when he does it tomorrow. The whole thing is a new meaning to the phrase potty mouth. (laughs) Okay, this one says, Dear D, I don't like to admit this, but at one time I was married to a redneck. I came home early from work one day to see how my daughter was doing as she was suffering from an earache. To my horror, I heard these words. We don't have to take Jordan to the doctor. I put pee in her ear. Apparently, this is some redneck cure for earaches. You pee in a cup and put drops in your ears. Come on, I'm here. Needless to say, it did not work, and I spent four G's to put tubes in her ear a month later. Oh, my God. Signed, Bad O. I'd much rather drink this than have it in my ear. I'll tell you that right now. It's really subject, six one half dozen the other way. Really. Subject, don't let Nick drink that urine yet. D, while the whole idea of Nick drinking his own urine came up, I thought it would be funny to listen to. That is until yesterday when you mentioned turning it, turning in the receipt to Clear Channel for the 100 bucks. <laughs> now, if they reimburse you for the 100 then basically Nick has let Clear Channel piss all over him. Granted, they've excremented all over him in the past, and I respect Nick for honoring his word, but I think Nick owes it to himself not to let this happen. I think it's the reverse. I think he's taking them for a ride. That's from Flip. That's interesting. Hey, and there's always that lucrative got piss ad campaign that you could do. Here in in Hartford. In the the medical journals. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, B from Waterbury says, please, 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 Nick, don't drink the urine. It's poison. Just quoting a little little rascals there. I just want to tell you, don't drink it. The money is not worth it. You have finally gained the respect of the peeps. Don't lose it now. Think before you do it. That's all I want to say. Yeah, I hope uh, all our um, peeps can bear with me on this one you know say yes i am going back a bit taking a step back here but um son i gotta do that's all all right well we got a couple more because this is a big deal here uh she's or says i've got a good idea to make the whole nick drinking the urine thing easier nick put the urine in a wine bottle and then slap a high price tag on it (laughs) just like some of the expensive wines he buys it'll taste like piss but hey this time it really is (laughs) 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 jenny meow says uh wanted to let you know that there's at least one benefit to drinking your own urine apparently prenatally fetal infants drink their own urine as part of the amniotic fluid makeup so it looks like we've all had a taste of the golden nectar at some time I did and the last word that. yep jeff from long uh, from long island who haven't heard from in a while because he can't listen online so much anymore says while i would never drink my own 
I think that Nick is making an extremely prudent decision in doing so. Let me explain. First, Nick will make some money. He could certainly use an extra hundred in his pocket. Second, he saves money. Odds are his pee is so saturated with alcohol that he'll get drunk from it. This means he can reduce the number of $40 bottles of wine he has to purchase. Okay. So just make sure that he doesn't drive the next few hours. And third, it's environmentally friendly. Since we have concluded that his urine is alcohol-laden, by drinking from the Yellow River, he won't be polluting the groundwater with it. Also, since each bottle he consumes will go twice as far, he'll have to throw out half as many empties. See? Based on the forthgoing, he thinks we should all raise a glass to Nick. But that doesn't mean we should drink from it. Regards, Jeff from Long Island. So, Nick, um, sort of a mixed mixed bag there, okay? Yeah, yeah, all I right. can understand that. I'm just asking the ladies to stick with me, all right? Please, because you can do it! I brush my teeth three times a day. And I just need them to know that before I take advantage of them. Okay, piss boy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's enjoy, before we get to the news, a brand new On the Road with Mudbone. Welcome to On the Road with Mudbone. Hop in, ease the seat back, and enjoy the ride. With authorities hot on your trail and toilet paper running low, it is time to get out of Mexico and make your way through the Panama Canal into the former Sudaca capital of the world, Colombia. The main tourist attraction in Colombia happens to be the Amazon jungle. This is where tall, beautiful, exotic bitches run around in the jungle wearing next to nothing. And the best part about the Amazon is that you can take one of those undomesticated hoes back home with you as a souvenir. However, it would be a crime to visit the tourist-friendly Colombia without trying some of their world-famous coffee. So here's some tips for making your vacation in Colombia the best it can be. First of all, it is important to be aware that the farmers of Colombia take their coffee beans very serious. In fact, many of those farmers carry automatic rifles to protect their valuable crops. When you run into one of these farmers, tell him you are interested in sampling the product before making a purchase. Break the cultural barrier by telling the farmer you study at Columbia University back in the United States, and there should be no problems. Interestingly, Columbia coffee is so good that it is grinded up into fine white powder and often referred to as Coke, like the soda. Impress the farmers by doing as the locals do and give the coffee a good whiff. Once you have felt the effects of the caffeine rush to your brain, thank Juan Valdez by swiftly knocking him to the ground with a ghetto chop to his temple. Load up his donkey with as many pounds of coffee as you can. Hop on your new companion and ride his ass into the Amazon jungle. Distribute the coffee to all the Amazon bitches and let the party begin. And remember, if your donkey get out of line, Good swift punch to the back of the head was straightened right out. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Join us again next week when we'll be on the road with Mudbone. You take a take a donkey from the coffee fields of Colombia all the way to the, the Amazon. It's a really long trip. See, Mudbone likes to get off the beaten path. Take the low road less traveled. You know, I mean, that's how you really see the country, oh, man. on a donkey. 
You're going to escape the warlords on a donkey. <laughs> and remember, you better give him a good ghetto punch to the temple because ghetto chop, that is. Ah, okay. Well, then. Uh, wow. Enough yakking. Let's uh, enjoy Beth Lockwood's offering. Snyder Radio headlines. Lawyers for Timothy McVeigh will be back in court today. They are asking that Monday's scheduled execution of the Oklahoma City bomber be put off. They argue that they need the time to go over recently released FBI documents. They're hoping to identify others who were involved. Kill that retard. <laughs> I don't think I could have said it better. Dickie Barrett, well done. Nation's second largest city has elected a new mayor. He is a 50-year-old liberal Democrat named James Hahn. The man he oh. defeated, Antonio Villaraigosa, had the endorsements of the city's outgoing mayor and California's governor. Well, he was apparently in the lead just by a slight bit the entire time. Mm. But they were hoping for it because the other guy was uh, Hispanic. They were hoping for a huge... Turnout yeah. in the Hispanic community apparently didn't get what they wanted. No, they didn't. God, that guy that won is very white, though. Yeah. Very, very white. Well, sort of kind, of kind of surprised. They've got two very, very white guys. The uh, governor. What's the Gray, Gray Davis? Davis? How white is he? He's pretty white. He's like from like West Hartford white. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's He's white. He's like Simsbury <laughs> white. Long meadow yeah. white. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. He's white. <laughs> He'd be like a god in Long Meadow. <laughs> Great Davis. Well, get ready for some potato humor. The man who gave us Garfield is about to bring Mr. Potato Head to the comic pages. Jim Davis says, quote, a potato is hysterical. We'll see. Well... I've always got a lot of kicks out of potato. Now, do you guys have Mr. Potato Head when you were kids? Of course. Was it an actual potato? <laughs> <laughs> no, my parents slurred for the plastic Old one. Old school. They didn't have the plastic one when I was a kid. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head, you got a bunch of pieces <laughs> and you got a potato. And you actually put the pieces in a potato. I'm old school. It, it really, it, seriously. It was a little box of noses and eyes and stuff. That's pretty funny. I was really shocked. Going, what the hell is this thing? A fake potato? What happened in the good old days with a real potato? Some toothpicks for legs? Good times. Well, being asked for a special order didn't go over well with two former Burger King employees in upstate New York. 19-year-old Daniel Moosen says he and a co-worker often laced sandwiches with cleaning products or spit or urinated on them if customers asked for a special order. Moosen oh. and 20-year-old Scott Savino were charged when a sheriff's deputy became ill after eating at the restaurant. Newsom pleaded guilty to charges and testified in Savino's trial that they also skated on frozen meat patties before cooking them. He said, quote, he thought it was funny and a cool thing to do at the time. Wow. I don't know. I mean, if they continue with these kind of revelations, and there's been some exposés in the news and stuff like that, these, you know, these 48 hours, 60 minutes, you know what I'm talking about, Beth. Sure. Inside, of, you know, there's so many exposés. I can see a time when the restaurants are empty. At some point, people got to say, you know what? I got to cut my losses here. I don't know what the hell's going on in that kitchen. Somebody could be wearing my meal as underwear right now for all I know. <laughs> or they've got to have more of these open kitchen type restaurants where you can see what's, although I don't necessarily usually like to see what's happening. Where's yeah. the beef? 
Yeah, like like hot tomatoes. Yeah. That's that's excellent. Or even like Subway that. now. You go in and the counter, you can see what's going on back there. I like that too. Subway, that's a nice thing about Subway is they make it right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You see them put the whole sandwich together. You see everything. <laughs> no, I think more places like that. You know, I mean, it's like, who knows? These, these people, I mean, it's not you're like rocket scientists who are working in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the way, way the term tossing your salad has been thrown around lately. Who knows what they're doing to my salad? (laughs) A Texas restaurant manager says an employee mishandled a situation involving President Bush's daughters last week. You may remember that staffer called 911 to report that Jenna and Barbara Bush may have violated underage drinking laws. That call led to the 19-year-old twins being issued misdemeanor cautions. Chewy's co-owner, Mike Young, says the restaurant usually would not have handled the situation that way, but he says staffers are under a lot of pressure when a restaurant is packed with high-profile celebrities. A Texas Alcohol Beverage Commission spokesman says restaurants usually don't call police to report a suspected underage drinking violation. Of course not. That was was completely out of line. It was completely unfair. But the Bush daughters should realize that they are that much more under the microscope than other people are. They, I mean, they certainly shouldn't have expected that. But again, we're back to the same old thing. Well, and again... There's nobody's brought up why, when you've got Secret Service there, when everybody in the place is checking you out, do you hand proof over that has Dick Cheney's name on it? <laughs> I mean, no one's buying it. You're not Dick Cheney. And, you know, I mean, I suppose there really are two sides. One is, did they go overboard? Probably. Two, the guy standing there goes, I know this isn't her ID and I've got Secret Service law officers in here. What am I supposed to do? He probably overreacted, but they obviously, I mean, the Bush daughters are also to blame. They, they, they need some, I don't know what, they need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they desperately yeah. need a drink. They are their father's daughters, no doubt. If I knew the bouncer knew who I was, I would never have handed a fake ID to a bouncer. No kidding. You know what yeah. I would have done? I would have said, give me a margarita. I would think you have a better shot. You're 19 years old. You're the president's daughter. I'm just having them slide uh, a, mm-hmm. and a margarita over to you than uh, than to try and hand them a proof when they know who you are with somebody else's name on it. And it's not the first. Obviously, now it's come out with a... Barbara Bush tried it at Toad's place and got a little indignant with the bouncer and didn't work out for her. So I guess they keep try, try again. Maybe that's the family motto. Amy from Ansonia is on the phone. Mm-hmm. She said, all I see is the subject and I'm not going to pick up the call. Okay. It has to do with Subway sandwiches and bodily fluids. And I'm just throwing it into all litigation. Yeah. I, want I quite be, enjoyed the Subway sandwiches. I, so do I. <laughs> at least held on to that yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the stuff it all looks normal i don't know what they're preparing in the back but it, it looks fine to me you have to be I'm able not, to leave your house at some point yeah i, yeah, I really can't I, I really can't live in fear i know i got enough problems with mendoza and now nick's father <laughs> <laughs> well nick i don't think you'll want you'll want to go to germany after you hear this story drivers there may be banned from smoking behind the wheel oh, okay. this is just months after they banned cell phones while driving Transportation experts from all political parties there have already signaled their support for suggested law to stop people from smoking while driving. They say it would prevent accidents and save lives.
Oh, I've seen some of these people driving. It's like a fog in there. <laughs> How do you see? There's so much smoke in the car. Oh, most people keep the window open when they smoke or even <laughs> having the cigarette hanging out the window. That pisses me off. Where are we going to smoke now? We can't smoke inside. Now they're banning uh, smoking outside in certain places. Can't smoke in your car. Can't smoke in the garage. Where can you smoke? It's Germany. It, well, A, it's Germany. B, I think you should be able to smoke in your car as long as use common sense and don't do it if kids are in the car and you put out the butt before you get to the gas station. That's all I ask, Nick. I think that they should open up the uh, detention centers they had during World War II for the Japanese <laughs> and we should put you guys in there. Yeah. Send them you to Australia. Smoke, <laughs> smoke all you want in those detention centers. Great. <laughs> well, here is proof that the Guinness Book of World Records is really sliding, at least in my opinion. A what, the ones that you told us already weren't bad enough? What do you got? A Belgian man now is trying to get in Guinness by setting the world record for rolling over in bed. Walter Frank has ah. managed to roll from one side of the bed to the other for 25 continuous hours. Walter Hudson, did you say? <laughs> he set the world record for not getting out of bed. Totally, totally different category. This 50-year-old man has previously done this for 50 hours, and he's hoping that he will officially set the record. You won't be surprised to find out that there currently is no world record for rolling over in bed. So whatever this guy does, I guess, will be the first. And Guinness says, well, we're trying to uh, verify it, and he could be in the new record book. No, he's not retarded. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. They, you know, the people at Guinness have to set some kind of level where you have to have some challenge involved. This is no stupidity. Kidding. And there, there, there are mentally challenged people in hospitals that have been rocking back and forth in their beds for years. How come they're not in the record <laughs> books, for God's sake? I know. I'll take some. Nobody's counting. Some degree of difficulty, some sort of medical oddity or just do you achieve the you're the tallest guy the shortest guy the skinniest i mean those are interesting at least now the book now, is all clouded here, with this junk devil's ad advocate what about the bed source you know there's <laughs> just some pain involved there mm, that's, that's a tough true. thing to do this is ludicrous ridiculous a firefighter in England has used his fingers to give cardiac massage to a hamster after a house fire <laughs> Pikachu was overcome by smoke and an oxygen mask was needed to bring him round. Pikachu is owned by a six-year-old. The family had escaped from the fire unharmed after the washing machine caught fire. And then this heroic firefighter was able to revive the hamster. Everyone's happy. Nick had to do that with Puccini Jr., his gerbil. He had to, but, <laughs> mouth to mouth. Yeah. It's something about that bowl of fur that just puts a big smile on my face. Apparently, he, it was suffocating. Yep. And uh, it needed air. He came, when he came out, Nick had to give him a little mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> vile. An investigation is underway at Scotland Yard to find a police officer who broke wind during a drug raid on a home. The family who lived at the apartment where no drugs were found complained that the unidentified officer broke wind in the hallway and did not apologize. The arts Sorry, department <laughs> of professional standards is investigating <laughs> in hopes that one of the 12 officers on the raid will come forward and admit his flatulence. Daily Mail says an investigation will involve all 12 officers. 
accompanied by another officer. <laughs> What's the complaint? Did it smell? Well, the statement said, quote, it was delivered to the 12 officers. You assisted in the execution of a search warrant. An allegation has since been received from a person in that house that one of the male officers broke wind in the hallway and did not apologize to the family for his actions. The complaint felt the uh, people there felt it was rude and unprofessional. Wow. Some are also saying that this investigation is a waste of money. Uh, can you can you file a complaint for that? I guess it's, it's well, it's England. I mean, I think they <laughs> want people to be polite. Well, you know, I think that I, I mean, I, it must have really smelled bad. <laughs> Dark side, Dave. You'd be jailed so quickly. You never uh, apologize for your flatulence around here. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he, if Dark side's of Scottish descent, so. If this guy's farts smell anything like dark sides, I can understand why the people are pressing charges. <laughs> well, golf's most eligible bachelor, Tiger Woods, may stay that way for a while if his father gets his way. His father, Earl Woods, said, quote, I don't see Tiger marrying before 30, and even if then, he said he has a lot to accomplish in the game of golf, and let's face it, a wife can sometimes be a deterrent to a good golf game. The level he is at, finite little problems like those in marriage would destroy him. What happened with Tiger and his dad? I mean, I, obviously, I'm not a fan of golf, mm -hmm. but I was aware that apparently his dad was his coach for years. And from mm -hmm. being a little kid, mm -hmm. he was actually like on the Mike Douglas show, apparently, when he was like four, sinking putts, He's you know? He's a prodigy, yeah. Yeah, and his dad trained him, trained him to deal with noise, making a lot of noise around him, all kinds of things like that. But then at some point, it, and his dad used to be at all of his mm -hmm. matches in the early days. Now he's nowhere to be found. Well, Did they have a falling out? From what I understand... He takes him down behind the fence <laughs> and he touches him in his pants. It's nothing like that. Uh, from what I understand, Earl Woods is quite ill uh, and doesn't get out to the matches as often as he'd like to the tournament. Is that right? That's what, yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know if there's any kind of underlying problem, but I know that his dad isn't in the best of health. Listen, so, I mean, so he thinks that Tiger's going to just keep, you know, playing mm -hmm. the field and stay away from the marriage thing. Hey, Jack Nicholas says, spoke on it also. He said that for him, having a wife and family was something that helped him in golf, and it gave him a reason to go out there and try to win. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. I would say the same. Another interesting thing about Tiger, this is really weird, and maybe it's just coincidental, but for 19 straight times, the stock market has risen after Tiger played in the final round of a United States tournament. Those people who are running the stock market are insane, okay? They, uh, I'm telling you, that what they react to is just a, a breeze, and, and, they re and they react. They're so... There's something bad in the news. It has nothing to do with the stock market. It goes bad. Mm -hmm. Tiger Woods plays, does good. It does good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's just and, and why, how people can invest their money when it's that much of a whim on the part, still a whim on somebody's part is beyond me. It's it's frightening. You know, we got to have a traffic update from Psycho Dan, I believe. So, uh, Psycho, go for it. This traffic report is brought to you by Call Before You Dig. Dig safely, Connecticut, and call before you dig. 1-800-922-4455. For more information, visit the Call Before You Dig website at www.cbyd.com.
Traveling on 84 East, uh, the uh, exit 41 ramp has still closed due to an overturned tractor trailer that was hauling chocolate traffic there. is restricted to two lanes instead of three. Three tow trucks are on the scene trying to clear that out of the way. The backup is heavy, and it is from exit 39A, which leads up to exit 41. 84 West is slow passing exit 41, the curiosity factor there. Then slow again from Governor Street in and over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South gets busy from exit 34 into town. 91 North is heaviest by exits 28 and 29A. Traveling on Route 2 West, we do have a crash, and it is just after exit 10 leading up to exit 9. At 744, I'm cycled down with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Well, finally this morning, what's that, Oh, uh, I just want to say that uh, many people are aware that Nick is planning on going through, he's consummating his relationship with his own urine in a moment. He has actually peed in a cup, and it's in the freezer? Or you may want to check on that, man. It I may just be getting uh, chunky. sent Sean down there. He's back. What's the... Uh, it's, uh, it's chilled. It's chilled and it's uh, ready to go. Okay. Did you put it in the fridge or did you keep it in the freezer? I kept it in the freezer. Is it going to freeze? No, no, no. No, it's not freezing. In fact, the bubbles bubbles are still on top. Okay. But they may be frozen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they would have frozen. No, no, because I moved the cup a little bit. It's got to come out at 98.6 degrees, right? So you'd have to chill it down a lot to get it to freeze. Mm. Mm. You moved the cup? Yeah, just What did you use? Well, obviously, I put a like a napkin around my hand and okay. just kind of jiggled the cup a little bit and made sure it was still liquidy. Okay. <laughs> it's, there's always room for Jello, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally today, Christina Aguilera's grandmother is lashing out at the sexy pop queen, saying she is much too raunchy and dresses like a hooker. Delcy, who says that? Christina's grandmother. She's a Delcy Fiddler says she nearly passed out when she saw Christina wearing frilly French lingerie in the video for her new single, Lady Marmalade. She said, quote, I nearly died when I saw she was wearing so little. I rang her mom and said, oh my God, what is Christina doing? She thinks she's doing something clever, but anyone can strip. I feel bad for her. She's so young. I understand why people criticize her. She... She's doing it again, by the way. She, you, know, you figure she would have learned her lesson being said that she was my lookalike. Mm-hmm. Uh, the MTV Movie Awards have been... Mm-hmm. Uh, they've already been filmed. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've aired. And she's out there with the big blonde curly hair and all the heavy eye makeup and cheek rouge. She's doing it again. She's a whore. I'm surprised her grandmother didn't comment at all on the hair and the makeup. Yeah, grandmother's probably a fan of my band. (laughs) 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 Baseball yesterday, Baltimore 10-3 over the Yankees. Red Sox beat Detroit 4-3, but it took 18 innings to get it done. And the Mets shut out Philadelphia 9-0. Mostly sunny in the mid-70s today. Tonight, clear, a low around 50. And tomorrow again, mostly sunny and near 80. Right now, it's 59 at 748. All right. Well, Nick... Yes. Destiny. Yeah. Say it. Destiny. No escaping. That's for me. Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> no escaping. That's for me. It's upon you, man. Destiny. Just like me and Dark Side, we stepped into the room like men and we ate human placenta with dignity. You're a man <laughs> of your word. Yeah. You said. You offered. To drink your own urine, purely for scientific purposes, for science. 
Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with the C-note. <laughs> <laughs> 100 bucks. And we've given you every option to back out of this. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to give you crap. Well, I'm sure some people will give you crap. Sure. Listeners will. Yeah. But here, I don't think... I'm not going to give you crap if you back out. Beth certainly mm-hmm. isn't. And Dark Side, Sean, and Psycho will probably rag on you quite a bit. But but uh, then again, you know, they're not the ones drinking the piss. So who cares what they think? Of course. You're going to do this. Yes, I'm going to do this. You know what you say if when you want to feel better, take a deep breath? Well, I've taken like... 15 of them this morning, you know, <laughs> trying to relax a little bit, but, uh, um, I think I can handle this. I'm just going to drink the piss and let it go, you know, take it down like a shot of Zambuca D, you know, I should throw some coffee beans in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess so what we'll do is, uh, you'll drink your pee and, uh, and we'll also enjoy, um, Nikki Six's interview. Yes. As well. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we spoke to Nikki Six, <clears throat> yes, two days ago, actually. See, I, other radio stations, Beth, they pretend that it happened. We, we actually did that in the beginning, and I said, what the hell? Who cares if it's live or not? You know? Just tell it like it is. Yeah, well, plus, too, who's going to believe that Nikki Six is up at 8 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, plus yeah. he's in California, so yeah. 5 o'clock. <laughs> I'll say, it's, it was freaking 2 in the afternoon. It's really tough to come back if you've been off the air for four hours. And then to make it even tougher, Darkside comes back from the gym without showering. And he's stinking the joint up. <laughs> You're a pig. Body odor galore. Not going to shower there. That's all I got to say. B.O. galore. This is where you have to. Why? This is where you speak because we deserve a monochrome yeah. of, of consideration. Well, I didn't think I smelled that bad. <laughs> but of you course did. you can't appreciate your own stench. Uh, Nick sniffs his own feet. I was in a hurry. I didn't have time to go home and shower. You fart and and blockade us in the room and stay in there with us laughing. Showers at the gym. That's why they have I'm not going to shower in the gym. I have never done that in my entire life, and I'm not going to start now. You've never been to a gym before in your entire life. I'm talking like school and stuff like that, man, in the locker rooms and stuff. I never did it. How are you going to play for the Bucks if you won't shower in the gym? (laughs) What? at the, you know, if I'm getting paid millions of dollars, then, you know, I'd consider it. It's something I'd think about doing. <laughs> homophobe. No, totally. It's not homophobe. It's a matter I of comfort. Rob Dibbles, mother-in-law said it best when she said, the day you got something down there that nobody else has got, we'll put you in a sideshow and we'll make money off of it. <laughs> I just don't want anybody... Other than the freckle uh, on the head of your penis, which you've told us you have. I guess that's... Yeah. I guess that is an eye catcher. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was asked this before Does Michelle ever make another dot like it's a little face? No She doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Now that you mention it though That's pretty oh, funny I'm gonna Come on yeah, yeah. Take an old one eye to the optometrist <laughs> oh, Alright we're taking a break Coming back Nick's gonna drink his pee <laughs> Which has been in the refrigerator, getting cold, and we're gonna play an interview with Nick Six. They sort of work well together, actually. So stick around for more D Snyder Radio. It's Radio One Hundred Four. It's too far gone. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford. I offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Buslin. There's there's something. Radio One Hundred Four.
Rider Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. Oh, boy. Tomorrow on D-Signer Radio, look forward to the shame of the city. Shame of the city. Nick and Sean were out yesterday huh. in New Milford. That's a whole separate discussion. I am so angry at Sean. Just angry. Well, I don't know if we should open this up right now. Was it for the shame of the city? Um, no, it was to talk to Adam Sandler because uh, he's on the set uh, on a set for a new movie with Winona, Winona Ryder that they're shooting in New Milford. Uh, Mr. Oh, right, Mr. right, Mr. Right. Deed comes to town. Yeah. And uh, we went out there and Sean said he had a lead. And we could talk about that later, but just a big waste of time for me yesterday. And I it was a long drive. So, oh, it's only the, all the way west. On, on the New York border, basically. That's all. Okay. Not in our listening area? Uh, no, you pick up... It, it's weird. We pick up the station there. You get the station in New Milford. All right, cool. Well, yeah, well we'll talk about that later. people call in or write That's right. I thought so. Yeah. I'll talk about well, an effed up area. Want to hear about your experience with Sean. Uh, what do they call you guys again? Ambiguously, no, no, the dynamic duo. <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was Maceo uh, and Flacio. Yeah, Maceo and Flacio. Uh, well, anyway, but we'll, shame of the city tomorrow. Listen, the Aerosmith Grand Prize drawing is going to be in just a little bit. Now, there's a difference between an Aerosmith and Oasis. Oasis, we gave away a special sound check, mm-hmm. and they decided they weren't doing it, or they did their sound check early and did not make good on it. In any fashion. Fortunately, fortunately, um, uh, SFX, the company putting on the show, I believe it was SFX, they made it up to the listeners who didn't get to watch the sound check for Oasis, which was cool. Now, Aerosmith, we're supposed to be giving away a meet and greet. Well, they canceled their meet and greet for tomorrow's show, but they immediately tonight's said, show. Oh, is it tonight? Mm-hmm. It's tonight's show. That's right. Uh, but they immediately said, but look, we're going to give the winner of the meet and greet, the winner of the tickets, as supposed to get the meet and greet, whoever that may be, tickets to see us in Boston, which is their hometown at the Tweeter Center, and they'll get meet, to meet the band backstage at that show, which is cool. So now, whoever gets picked will get two Aerosmith concerts and the meet and greet, which is, which is all right. And we'll be doing that in a little while as well. All right, got a little reaction here. Nick is studying his cup of pee. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. I mean, it is really gross. Having second thoughts? No, I'm going to do it, but I don't know how I'm going to... I mean, it's much bigger than a average shot that you would have at a bar. I mean, it's half half a cup here. It's disgusting. It's, well, it's, it's four got ounces, bubbles you said. In yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, that's the froth. You see, like, rocket back and forth, you'll see the Belgian lace... That uh, <laughs> Jim Cook talking about. <laughs> Jim Cook talks about from yes. Sam Adams. Good pay has a head on it. You can float the cap in it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll just read some reaction while you stare at the cup. Right. Okay. First of all, thank you. 
to Alyssa, all right, who just uh, is a... Is, I don't know if she's a new listener. Yeah, she's a new listener. She changed over. She was listening to the station for a long time. And she told me a story about meeting me ages ago and what have you. And I'm just glad that she's uh, joined the party. And I welcome her, Alyssa. Keep listening. Then some reactions to things we talked about yesterday. Remember we were talking about mowing the lawn mm -hmm. and how people shouldn't be doing it under the age of 12. And we also talked about tomboys. Well, Tanya from Madison says that her dad had her mowing the lawn weekly at the age of eight. She was doing an acre with a poorly maintained Barker's push mower. My wow. God. Since being the firstborn of only two girls, I was not spared any of these typically boy chores. And says, ironically, I'm very sure that this environment contributed to me being a tomboy. So there you have wow. it. Wow. We were only two girls, but... I will say my dad never, although we did lots of chores, we never did mow the lawn. I think my dad thought it was sort of a safety thing. I would think so. She didn't yeah. think it was too smart. That, you know, she's whatever. Then quite a few people are heading over to emo.com trying to find out who their inner rock star, Jim from Ansonia. He came up Eminem like myself, but then he said when he redid it again, he came out Tommy Lee. Now you guys said that you guys, when you re-entered your information, it came back consistent each time, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Um, let's see. T. Nukes, Tom from Tarrington, Chris Isaac, just like Nick, said it's embarrassing, but at least he's not Ricky Martin like Darkseid. <laughs> Vampy Gordis in Waterbury came back Celine Dion. She's completely freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't want to know who their inner rock star is. And then uh, final letters from Matt Tarlick, who's a little upset at the Red Sox bashing that was going on yesterday. Oh, what else God. is new? Yeah, he says, first of all, your sports expert, Nick, has no clue again. Did he even watch the Yankees-Red Sox game? I didn't think so. If he had, he would have seen that the Red Sox were ahead when Pedro Martinez left the game. So Pedro had nothing to do with that loss. Beth, you could have represented a well, little better for your team. Let me say this about that. I can't stay up to watch the games when they're on weeknights, obviously. But, now, you're clearly a fan, though. You go to games but, and stuff like that. I stink. I, I pay no attention. Glenn, my fiancé, who is a Yankee fan, I talked to him after, and he watched the game, and he said, Pedro is awesome. He even admitted oh, yeah. that. Of course. Pedro was smoking. And he, and he, up, pitched, he left after six innings. Yeah. yeah. No, and then they brought in a reliever, and the reliever lost the game. It happens, you know, all the time. Uh, as far as Darkseid chiming in with his little sound bites, when did he become a Yankees fan? I know. I ran into Lightside at a Rock Cats game a couple weeks ago and noticed that Lightside was wearing a Boston cap. Yeah. So, Darkside, what's the deal? Who are you a fan of besides the lowly Bucks? You know what? If you ask my opinion, the whole baseball world can just totally fall into the freaking ocean, and I'd be totally happy with that. I could care less about it. Yeah. You know? Sounds I just like, don't like it. Tarlick's a fan of a team that hasn't won a World Series since 1918. <laughs> You're going to drink your piss in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, I don't think you need to respond. <laughs> now, so let's see. How's this going to lay out? Uh, Nick will drink his pee, his own pee. We'll take a, he'll throw up. We'll take a news break. Uh, no, Nicky's no, six. Oh, not, I didn't mean news break. I meant traffic. Sorry. I mean, we'll do traffic. Then we'll do Nicky, right? Yeah. I hope that you have sounds about right. bucket near you, Nick, because I, you may vomit. The trash <laughs> barrels okay. in here. If you spew it out, don't face the board because I got to work in there. All right. Nick. You don't have to do this. I know. I don't want to do this. I don't. Well, then don't do it. You can do it! 
I'm not uh, Beth, you want to say anything? Um, if I, I don't think you should do it if you don't want to do it, but just side. throw up into the bucket if you're going to do it. All right. If you're going to throw up, how's it smell? Like piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold your nose. You can hold your nose. That still counts. I got to be a man about it because yeah. some... You can hold your nose and cut out your tongue. <laughs> Nick, I'll still have the same amount of respect for you that I do right at this minute if you do or don't drink it. I might puke. Look, Take that for what Everybody's staring at you. Sean, you want to stay in the room there or what? Dude, don't do it, please. Please, uh, as a up, friend. Sean. Dark side. Dark side, you can say it. Dark side, go ahead. Cheer him on. If Come you on. Give him some you, words of encouragement. You can do it, man. Don't be a wuss, dude. Oh Just kick God. it back. No big deal. Just take it, dude. Take yeah. it. Take like one where, are the, where are the listeners on this? Come on. Is it sitting back it. and listening in shock? I mean, no, are we going to give Nick any words of support or discourage uh, him have, here? We have phones ringing right now. Sean's going to get them. But I, I'm, I, uh, <sighs> I might vomit. I'm getting a little bit queasy, but I'm going to do it. Are your palms sweating? No, my palms aren't sweating, but my stomach's shaking. <clears throat> you know? Is it true I Mr. Lentino's being restrained in the lobby? <laughs> <laughs> but there are four lines ringing. Somebody's got to get them. Uh, well, I just oh, want to see if anybody has anything to say here, because uh, this is, uh, you know, this could be important. <sighs> so what's going through your mind right now as you sit there on the brink of being a piss drinker? You know what? Look, look yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't, so you're doing this for the what? The hundred bucks? Or are you doing it as for your pride? Or you're a man of your word? Uh, you want to add this to your grocery list of bizarre <laughs> things you've done in your no, lifetime? No, I really don't like what I'm doing in terms of the direction, you know, of my career. <laughs> it looks um, good on a resume. I don't think this is elevating uh, my stature here at the station. Well, why'd you say it in the beginning? Was it just... It just came out? Yeah, it's just one of those things you throw out there. At the time, like, I mean, a few days ago, checks hadn't cleared, and I was just like, damn, I could use the money. But, so I'll do it. And then, after I said I did it, the money didn't become the issue. It was saying that I would. And I don't want, you know, it's not so much, I don't care about people emailing and saying you're a wuss, this or that, but I just want to have the peace of mind that I did. Maybe you get back into your family's good graces if you don't do it my only concern is that like i said stated earlier that this is gonna hurt my um chances my, with ladies yeah i don't think so no. <laughs> i mean if the bottle didn't kill yeah. it, nothing well so far they haven't been turned off i don't know i'm just you know i i'm you I, can do it yeah but dark side see that's the thing you wouldn't for a hundred bucks I'd consider it. Why not? I've done worse. I've eaten placenta, dude. Come on, join the ranks. I, I will say, I mean, placenta is disgusting, gross, and vile, but our promotions director cooked it up in a stew and completely masked the taste hey, of raw placenta. A tree placenta. is still a tree, man. It doesn't matter, no, dude. No, not with spice all over it. Dark side, $100? You're going to give me 100 bucks to do it? I'll. Yeah, I need the money, too. <laughs> You'll join, Nick? See, I've done worse. <laughs> I just want the management at Clear Channel to know that these guys are going to drink urine for a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, make that note, Sam. That's how bad no, they need. I'm the not. Money. So, yeah, no, I'm not even. Wait a minute. So, well, we have to wait for it to be chilled, or you drink it steamy? <laughs> <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like it chilled. 
Well, I mean, it's a delay. Because I think it would be awesome to have you guys toast, maybe like cross arms and stuff like that, you know? It could be really cool. Paul from Springfield's on the phone. What do you think? Do it or not? Nope, don't do it. Do not do it. Do Why not? Turn down your radio. I'll lower your radio because we're in delay. It'll throw you okay. off talking. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm saying don't do it. I'll respect Nick more if he doesn't do it. Do you think it'll hurt his chances with the ladies if they know he's a pee drinker? Oh, I probably. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's, that's pretty, yeah, it I'm, is disgusting. I'm getting nauseous just thinking about it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll let you know he's going to do it. Okay, I'll, I'll no. let see. She says don't do it. That's a trick. Somebody was on there who said do it. Just do it, somebody said. But uh, they went away. I don't know what happened to it. We lost the call. Well, they're either going to do it right now or you're not, Nick. Make the decision. Come yeah, on, I'm going to do, do it. it. Do All it. right, I'm just going to do it. All you right. can do it! We have a drum roll at least, Dark Side. Oh, God. No, I, hold on. i got to take a swig of Gatorade first. Oh, oh God. Okay. Over the teeth, past the gums, <laughs> look out, stomach. Here it comes. Do you want to make oh, a toast or anything? So mm. Raise your glass. Um, okay. Uh... This is, this is for my word. I'm not much, but I'm a man of my word. How about for your dad? And for my dad, God bless him. Best dad son could ever ask for. <laughs> dad, please don't kick my ass for this. Ooh, somebody's on the hotline. Wait, the first thing somebody's I'm on the hotline. Punch your mama in the mouth. It might be uh, your check, dad. Check the hotline. They, they didn't give him the hotline number, did you? Oh, he'd be on it all the time if it was him. Um, I, don't so. I don't know. We're having. We're Ready? seeing who it is. We're checking out who's on the hotline. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Maybe maybe it's management. Maybe they're going to say, "All right, we'll give you a raise." Todd's on the hotline. I mean, because uh, it comes right it's down. Todd. Here. <laughs> does does he does he need to talk to us? Or is that just talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him. What's oh, up, Todd? Pick him up, Todd. Todd, D, what's going on? Hey, D. Yeah, Todd. It's Todd Thomas, the program director of Radio 104. What's going on, Hello? Todd? What's up? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I can't give you a raise, Nick, but I'll give you 100 bucks if you don't drink your piss. Oh, come on, oh, Todd. you got to take Todd's 100 Todd. bucks, Nick. I would love to take Todd. his money. No, come <laughs> on. I'm on my way to work. I'll give you 100 bucks if you don't drink your piss. Todd, I, I mean, that's just... I can't, I can't let Nick drink his own pee. Come, Come on, on, Todd. I told him the same thing. I think I told Did I tell him earlier you could have the 100 bucks? Did I say that to mm, him? No. Okay. Uh, Nick, you can have the 100 bucks. You, you can have the 100 bucks. You don't have to drink your pee, man. Oh, You're that desperate for it. Nick, so forget it. You're right, Todd. We got a bad, Todd, you got a bad connection. We'll have to talk to you okay. again here. Okay, man. We'll talk to you later. Look at that. All right. Program director calls in. $100. Don't drink your pay. You can have the 100 man. You don't have to drink the pay. As much. You can do this in defiance of Todd. You wimp. As much as I would love to take Todd's money more than anybody else in this building. He's being really nice with that. Todd's being really nice. No, he. No. I mean, I got to be the, I got to prove not only to people, but to Todd that more important than his money is my word. Yeah. So, um, drinking this urine is just for you, Todd Thomas. <laughs> and all Salute. Management here at Clear Channel. Okay. Um, 
All right, I might puke in this bucket, so... <laughs> Over the room. teeth. Clear Wait a minute, if you puke it out, you gotta zip it down if you're gonna get the 100. Okay. Yeah. I don't wanna get this shirt dirty. Okay. One. <laughs> God. Two. Oh, God. Three. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he swallowed Oh, my God. He's throwing up. Oh, my God. Did you throw up? Oh, my God. Oh my god! That oh was god. awesome! I got some on my face. Oh! Are you gonna blow chunks? I, no, don't do that. <gasps> Give him some Gatorade. He's got the Gatorade. Give him a box of Altoids. Give him a roll of certs. That's gross. How are you doing? Holy crap! How to taste? <laughs> like piss. <laughs> well, we've never what? tasted it. Um, let us know actually, if, uh, if if what actually what what what. It tasted like water that was seasoned with. Oh God! You know what it tastes? Like? It tastes like toilet. <laughs> well, I haven't I licked the toilet, so I'm not sure what that tastes like. Oh, I might puke now. No. Oh, right. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait a minute. Dark side, that's just so mean. I know. <laughs> Dude, you're going to make me puke, man. Uh, well, I can't believe you didn't. Imagine having toilet in your mouth. Oh, man. That's all I could say. Dude, okay, no more. Well, he didn't eat the placenta, but he drank his own pee. I think the, the problem I think is that wins. with this is the piss tastes like doesn't go away like you know when you walk in a bathroom and you just smell pee well that's yeah. in me now all right let's think I of the positive thing millions of people have been doing this millions okay <laughs> for health benefits do you think they wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't on a daily basis you think they would be drinking their pee if they didn't actually notice that they felt better maybe you're gonna say holy crap d i feel like amazingly in a little yeah. bit maybe seriously maybe tomorrow you feel like a million bucks maybe you're gonna say i know why they do that why would they do that every single day millions of chinese people if they weren't noticing some benefit so who knows you may be a little freaked out right now but maybe you're gonna have discovered the fountain of youth or, or eternal energy maybe all of a sudden you'll be brilliant are you gonna puke dude i don't know i feel like I am. I haven't do yet. It, do, it, do it. You have to wash your face, huh? You've got right. a little on your yeah. face. Uh, we need a traffic update while we watch see if Nick pukes. <laughs> so uh, if keep staying near the mic just in case you do. I'm feeling a little queasy. Yeah, that was disgusting. Uh, Psycho Dan, what's going on, bro? This traffic report is brought to you by the Ski Market. It is your summer sports solution. For bikes, kayaks, skateboards, sandals, shorts, and more, visit Ski Market today in Manchester, Avon, Norwalk, or Danbury. Traveling on 84 East, that exit 41 on-ramp is still closed due to the overturned tractor trailer that was hauling chocolate. That backup is from exit 39A leading up to 41. Slow again from exit 48 into the downtown tunnel. 84 West, slow going, passing exit 41. The curiosity factor there. Then again from Governor Street in and over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, it's busy from exit 36 now into downtown. 91 North, still a little bit heavy coming out of Weathersfield. That's around exits 28 and 29A. Traveling on Route 2 West, it's going to be slow between exits 10 and 9 because of a reported crash. The backup is heavy. At 819, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Paul from East Haven's on the phone. Paul, what are you thinking, Nick? Nick? Yeah? I'm so impressed you did it. You're such a man. You said you'd do it, and you did it. 
Thanks, Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's cool. Mad props. Mad props. You're getting some respect from people. Right on, Paul. He needed that phone call. That was cool. See, the worst is over, Nick. I think people were making bets on it. Mm. I saw some calls before the guy had 10 bucks on it that you would do it. Mm. They're betting on the workplace. Think about that. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, it's not getting better. It's just like, I got to get rid of this taste in my mouth. Why don't you go take a piss? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are we doing here? Is we gonna play? We gonna do the Nikki Six yeah, interview? Yeah, we're doing the Nikki Six. Okay, well, uh, look at this, Adam from Seymour, right there. Adam, hey, tell Nick what you usually give. I can't stand Nick, but I gotta give him mad props for this. The man was good to his word, and he can feel good because if he reads an autobiography of a Navy SEAL named Marchenko. They do this as a rite of passage. Hmm. See Navy that? Seal. The Navy SEALs Nick, do you, that stuff, If you could man. swim, you could be a Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam. You see that right there? If you no could swim. Yeah. Look at that. Mad props. People no one's tougher right. than the Navy SEALs do. No. You're I'm badass. Mm. Now that, see, it's, it's working a whole other way. Guys are going, this guy's badass. <laughs> come on, come on, Dark Side. You're a little impressed. Yeah, a little bit impressed, yeah. A little, yeah. Dude, it's yeah. piss. Yeah, yeah, but you're a man now, dude. Yeah. You stood, you stood by your word. All the other times yeah. you reneged on bets, man. I actually have a little more respect for you right now because you drank your piss. Equal um, parts respect and disgust. I'm sick to my <laughs> stomach. See, that's the problem. That's yeah. what I'm fearing is, uh, I mean, the women, they gotta... <laughs> I, I hope, I hope that I could get laid this weekend. I mean, not that I, Listen. Could, not that I would have kissed you before, but... Jeez, certainly not now. <laughs> no shot. See, these women got to understand. <laughs> Please, I brush my teeth three times a day, and it's going to be gone. Look at guys. Look what Mark from Waterbury has to say. Mark, what do you think? I think that this is the stuff that urban legends are made of. Nick, you're the man. Good for you, buddy. You're going to get more... More ass than a stool. Trust me. Herb, more ass than a stool, <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Urban that. legend. You're an urban legend, man. Except yeah. that All this right. one's real. Yeah, I just need those two girls from Southington who want me to stay at their place for a while. Please email me, and I hope your feelings are th- if your feelings are the same way. The hot blondes? Yeah. All right. Okay, you know what? Let's listen to Nikki's inter- interview with Nikki Six. And Nikki, you can run up to the calf and get like a sandwich or something. Yeah. <laughs> kind of get the taste out of your mouth, all right? Yes. Okay. All right, so we talked to Nikki a couple of days ago, and this is what happened. Nikki, it's Dee Snyder. How are you, man? How you doing, buddy? I am doing good. We finally got you on the phone. We've had like three cancellations. Oh, you have, huh? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you didn't know about him, right? Yeah, usually I don't. <laughs> That's okay. Been there, done that. Welcome to the show. We're here with Beth Lockwood. She's my co-host. Nikki, now I'm doing radio. i got to have a co-host. Hey, Got to, Beth. Got to. Yes. And, uh, of course, we're talking. Nikki's got a new book out called Motley Crue, The Dirt, Confessions of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band on in Regan Books. Yes. Uh, and, of course, the question after looking at this book that I know is on everybody's mind is... Nikki, how did Twisted Sister affect your life? <laughs> you know all those drugs we did? It was your fault. <laughs> you were a bad influence. Good answer. Good answer. I like that answer, man. Hey, you know what? The last time I talked to you, we, Beth, Nikki and I, 
we didn't go in the same circles back there. I, back in the day, I was straight guy. He's wild guy, right? Right, Nikki? Yeah, I'd say I'd say so. But you yeah. look like the, the 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 crazy lunatic. Yeah, I was like Raggedy Ann on acid on stage, but off stage I was like, no drugs, no drinking, married, kid, and I'm like home, you know. So and but after many years, we we actually talked a few years back. Remember, I called you and we we had a little conversation. Yep. And we're, and we're on the same page these days. Yeah, at the time, you were telling me, dude, we, we, we both even did Tony Robbins, right? The tapes and stuff, right? So, and it's funny, you know, Nikki, you, there's go ahead. stuff out there to uh, pull from information-wise, you know, musically or, you know, for your head, for your spirit, for whatever you're into. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes people don't, don't use it. I, don't, I don't, sometimes just don't think people go to the bookstore enough. Not that I'm saying go to the bookstore to buy our book, but I'm just saying, you know, there's, there's something there, man. There's a lot of information. Why not? Go ahead. Say, go to the bookstore and buy our book. Buy our book. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I've actually been reading it, and it's a pretty easy read. Go steal it. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it's a really easy read. I mean, it captures you, and it's engrossing. And you might be surprised, my favorite element parts of the book are the Mick parts. No offense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be because he's been very, very, uh, um, sort of, not, not secretive, but he, you know, he keeps to himself. He's reclusive a bit. Uh, well, it's also, he's observational. He's like, he sort of steps back from like the craziness going on and he's sitting back with a drink going, man, those guys are effed up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's beautiful. He's like, I told Nicky if he keeps doing that, he's going to die. <laughs> like, and then you died. Man. And is, did, is he, you know, after you die, does he say, I told you so? Oh, he always, t he, that's like Mick's favorite thing to say, is I told you so. Mick predicted every one of my children uh, what, what sex they were going to be, too. <laughs> His second favorite thing to say is, my back hurts. <laughs> yeah, he does say that a lot. He <laughs> says it in the book, dude. Hey, um, you know, now, I, I, gotta, I do have to... Uh, Ask you a question. I'm reading through the book, right? And, and I get to page 36, paragraph 2. Um, do you remember that page by any chance? Uh, I do not. Well, let me refresh your memory. Okay. When, when Lizzie and I weren't trying to get our own band together, I tagged along with Angie to Redondo Beach, where she rehearsed with her band. I hated them because they were into Rush and had lots of guitar pedals and talked about hammer-ons, and most egregious of all, had curly hair. Oh, no. If there's one genetic trait that automatically disqualifies a man from being able to rock, it is curly hair. Uh, now, uh, I, knew, I, knew, I knew something in that book was going to come back and me in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> he probably no. didn't think it would be that. But you okay. see, you're, you're such a freak that it was okay, but those guys were like, you know, they looked like they belonged in Rush. You know the difference. Okay. You remember well, well, the, the, the kimono curly hair look. Oh, yeah, well, I hated those guys. But well, what about Robert Plant? Does he rock? Oh, yeah, he definitely rocks. Roger Daltrey? He's got wavy hair. <laughs> Roger, um, how about Jimi Hendrix? This is pretty curly. <laughs> you, know, you don't get any curlier than that. <laughs> oh, so so you, you, will make me, you will admit there are some exceptions to the rule. Th there's definitely exceptions to the rule. I'll have to, uh, I'll make a correction in the next printing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind. If you, if you don't mind, just a little asterisk. D. Snyder, yeah, he was pretty straight, but he kicks some ass when he, you know, he did his thing. Except D. Snyder. We'll, we'll Except D. Snyder. <laughs> who, who now has a mullet. Um, okay, you know, uh, 
I'm reading, I know, you know, about the lifestyle, and you're looking back here, and now, you know, you've pretty much, I mean, you've been through it, you come out the other side, you've survived, and you're living a healthier lifestyle now, right? Yeah. You look here, and you're, and you're writing this book, or you're going through it, or I don't know if you reread it, and you look at it, and you go, damn. Well, I mean, what do you think when you look back and you read this? I, I'll be honest, I read this and go, I'm so glad I didn't do that. There was times I wondered if maybe I was missing out on, on it. But honestly, I'm not saying it you know, as a put-down or anything. I'm just saying, wow, I, I'm really glad I didn't get that nuts. What, what, and when you look at it, what do you think? When I, when I read it, I was like, you know, the, the, the story seemed so unbelievable to live through. And then I started going, yeah, but what about that time at the Parker Meridian and in uh, New York City when I was with Eddie from, uh, from, from Twisted Sister and those <laughs> girls and the girl turned blue and I'm like, oh man, I forgot that story. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie's glad you did. Oh, yeah, he is. I have a great story on him, but it would probably get him much trouble. Yeah, you know what? And it probably, um, it's probably, he's kind of semi in the listening area here. So, Leave it out. Yeah, he's one of those guys that when he, like, we're doing a, a behind the music now on the band, yeah. and he's like, listen, uh, I'd really appreciate it if nobody said anything. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, well, yeah, he doesn't want to, he hasn't mentioned, he wants like, he's like, he's got revisionist history. His memories is, he was as clean and sober as I was. Oh, really? Well, uh... <laughs> Put me on your behind the music. Got a story for you. <laughs> hey, but you, you know, I mean, you you lived through it, and I mean, I guess you you're proud, and you should be in a way. I mean, you're a survivor. Absolutely. I mean, every day I look at my kids, and I just go, man, what what if? You know, what if I wouldn't have if I wouldn't have pulled through this? Because uh, I love those little guys, man. They 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 keep you they keep you going, and and it's interesting, you know, uh, parent. We're like the new generation of parents. We're like, you know, the, the, you get the pro wrestlers and the rock and roll stars and all right. the, the crazy lunatics all tattooed, wild hair, and we're the parents. Yeah, none of yep. my friends' parents look like you guys back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I was growing up, no parents looked like, looked like anything like us. Right. And, and it's cool, you know, and I, I go to, when I take my kids to school, man, all the moms are hot. <laughs> <laughs> Milfs. It's like, it's all right. Hey, uh, we're talking with Nikki Six. They got a new book out called Molly Crew the Dirt. And uh, and uh, you know what? I'm just reading this book. I'm going, you know what? Somebody's going to make a movie out of this. Has anybody even mentioned a word about that yet? It has. And uh, my first reaction was uh, I'm not interested unless it's in the theaters because, you know, what we don't want to do is, even though we, we I think we all enjoy watching VH1 behind the, the music, it, you do have to be somewhat careful with, with television. You know, yeah. there's, there's parameters. And, uh, you know, even when you want to turn something into a movie that's as nutty as that book, it, it would have to have a, a serious, you know, R rating. I agree, because I did see the behind the music, and uh, it was pretty outrageous. And then I read the book, and I thought, wow, I guess that special is kind of tame. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is definitely got to bring back the X rating for this book, and and I gotta say, what it's that would be awesome. Do a movie, and it would be X rated. Is this bring true? Bring it back. 
Just for Nikki Six, double X. So is it true, yeah. I've been passing out, Gene Simmons was interested in getting involved in the movie? Yeah, Gene, yeah, heard heard about it and called up and, uh, you know, wanted to make a, a TV movie. Oh, okay. And he says, I can promote this on kissonline.com. We can sell plenty of these books. I'm telling you, if I throw my autograph on your book, it'll sell twice what its face value is. <laughs> this is a promise. Uh, Nikki, hey, man, uh, thanks for finally calling in, and good luck with the book. And what's going on next with the band? What are you guys going to do next? You know what? First time in our career we're taking a two-year hiatus. And it's just, I'm, I'm so into it. I'm just, you know, just doing stuff that I haven't done, including sort of like reinventing myself musically a little bit. Um, you know, learning, um, relearning the guitar. I mean, as you know, you, you play the same songs like, you know, 350 times in a row. And, you know, you just, you, your chops actually get, I think, kind of you know, sticky or, you know, they don't, they just, you know, you're not going yeah. somewhere new. Yeah. And so you need to, so this time is really about that for me. I'm taking piano lessons, voice lessons, guitar lessons. I'm, you know, my studio's always up and running and it's, uh, it's a really good time, man. Well, that's great. Nikki, good luck, man. I hope to talk to you again sometime. Tell the other guys, D says, hey, and I'm not dead. I'm in Got Connecticut. <laughs> 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 All right. Take it easy, bro. Talk to you later, man. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, we're back. Uh, Nikki Six from Motley Crue. Look, uh, hey, hold it up there, Nick. Oh, God, I can't get this taste out of my mouth. Did you blow chunks? No. I felt like I was going. I felt like I was going to after I first uh, drank it. I felt an extreme rush going right up through the middle of my stomach, and I thought I was going to vomit, but... Uh, now, the only thing I'm dealing with now is the really, really vile aftertaste. I mean, I drank coffee and Gatorade, not helping too much. Smoked a cigarette. Um, but the bigger problem here is uh, Dark Side ribbing me outside while smoking a cigarette in front of Side. What is he ribbing? What are they saying? Well, you know. He's basically saying that it's not that bad and that he would do it and uh, he'll drink warm piss right now. Hey, did it cold. Dark side, I don't really think you can Right now? You're throwing down? You're, are yeah. you throwing see, down? No, see, that's the, that's the thing. I did it when I was supposed to do it. It was thrown out there to him to do it and he kind of waffled and, oh, uh, maybe I'll do it later or I'll do it, you know. And it, but the <laughs> point is you didn't do it and it's been done now. If you do it, I have no more respect for you. He's not going to do it. He's, dark, okay. he's all talk, no action. Dark of course side he guy. is. I mean, yeah. uh, Sean brought up a good point. He's the kid who hid in his parents' yeah. house while the recruiters came by. Oh, there's a world of difference between getting rooked into the revolution. War? <laughs> no, when I was supposed to go into the Navy, there's a world of difference between getting rooked into the Navy and drinking a cup of your own piss, man. Yeah, but at least he did it. You sent your mommy to tell the recruiter you didn't want to join. <laughs> your mama, man. I'm a man. I've, I, I'm good to my word. You won't shower at the gym. That's wussy behavior on your oh, part. Yeah, yeah, you are getting kind of a it <laughs> 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 weren't for the deep voice and, that, and the hairy body. I don't need body. to hear your ribbon. I drank my own piss. And I hope you're proud. All right. No, I'm not proud <laughs> at but all. But you're not ashamed. But are you ashamed? Yeah, I'm pretty ashamed. But um, <laughs> the point is, is that it was you put out ashamed. there and it's done now. I don't Thank think you, you should. That. 
So, whatever Dar said. I'm just yeah. saying, you know. Whatever. Bad mood. Bad mood. <laughs> whatever. Saw okay. Todd. Saw so Todd? Yeah. What did, what did he say? He said I should have taken his money. He didn't look <laughs> pleased. No, he didn't look pleased at all. But I um, pee. That's legendary. Yeah. I wonder if he thinks there might be ramifications with management. Urban legend. What could management do? I mean, they can't do anything. Man, I, you know what? I think they'll probably put it in a company newsletter and say, look <laughs> what Nick Mantino's <laughs> doing to make ends meet. Yeah, do I get an employee for the month for that? Maybe. Yeah, maybe get the employee parking <laughs> space and everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My parents, so this is the low of all lows for my family right now, I think. But Oh, Brian from Waterbury knows how to get the pee taste out of your mouth. Oh, cool. Brian, tell Nick. Hey, Nick. Yeah. I had to do this in college, and let me tell you something, man. You're you're definitely a man. Don't let Darkseid give you any crap on this, because you know what? I had a bunch of big guys like that around me, and they were like, you know, oh, do it, do it, do it. And after that, they were like, oh, I wouldn't do it. But I, I know everybody doesn't like you to be drinking, and it's a little early for it. But to be honest with you, the best thing, there's two things you can do. You can either do vermouth or peppermint schnapps. Really? Yeah, and I'm telling you, dude, it'll wipe the inside of your mouth right out. Cool. I have something else. If you eat your own duty, <laughs> yeah, that will yeah. also get, kill the taste. Yeah. It'll kill the taste of the pee. All right, vermouth or peppermint shots from a man who knows Brian from Waterbury. Hmm. Hey, oh, Allie from Seymour. <laughs> Allie, let him have it, Allie. Dark side, you have no right to be bagging on Nick. None whatsoever. <laughs> Go, Allie. It's, it's gross, and, I, you know, I wouldn't have done it, and I have kudos for Nick, and good for you for following through and saying and doing what you said you were going to do, but Dark side, give him some credit. He did what he said he was going to do, and lay off of him and just accept the fact that Nick owned up. Yeah, I know, I know. I there you go. Right on, Allie. Well said. Thank you, Allie. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Go say it. All right, Nick, you the man. <sighs> Thank you, you Dark Side. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You the man. <laughs> you the man. All right, we're taking a break. Coming back, Sagan Z Voss with Psycho Dan is coming up next. The game show that's sweeping the nation. Nick, you going to make it? Yeah, I'll be able to play the game show. Of course show. you will. Yeah. You the man. Yeah. You the man. You're badass. <laughs> Piss drinker. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, stick around for more D Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio. One. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio 104. Well, I'm looking at the wrong week here. Come on. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> Tomorrow, D-Snyder Radio, shame of the city. It's the shame of the city. How's it going, dude? Good. We hope there's a shame of the city. I got a meeting this morning, and I'm going to get out this afternoon, but the discussion that we lost earlier uh, yesterday, Sean wasted five hours of my time, so I wasn't oh. able to do what I needed to do yesterday. Well, maybe we'll, the shame of the city will be the... Shame of the inter- uh, shame of the peace. We'll yeah. do that tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe you can just see. interview yourself. You did the, shame, <laughs> the shame of your trip to New Milford, where they're filming a movie. I, I, maybe that's the piece. Huh. I mean, we want. I want to talk to you about that. So maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Whatever. We'll discuss that tomorrow. And 
Do join Chaz as she broadcasts live from the Elbow Room on Farmington Avenue in West Hartford Center. Is that today? Yes, that's this afternoon, 3 to 7. She's doing a live 420 Brownie Mix and plenty of Radio 104 giveaways. So do go hang out with Chaz. She's cool. So is Cousin Chris. And they'd love to see you down there from the, at the Elbow Room on Farmington Avenue in West Hartford Center. I, I've got uh, a lot of reaction to that twisted thing yesterday. We've got Sagan's Day Voss. We've got to pull those Aerosmith tickets, and we need traffic. Let's get Psycho Dan to get some traffic, and we get the rest of this stuff out of the way as well. Psycho. This traffic report is brought to you by AT&T. Get 100 days free on select AT&T digital value packages and watch up to 200 channels. Call 1-888-824-8359. Traveling on 84 East, exit 41 on-ramp is still closed. They are just clearing that track to trailer now. The backup has improved though it's only from exit 40 leading up to 41. 84 west just a little bit of heavy traffic coming off the bulkley bridge 91 south traffic beginning to break up now from exit 35 into town so it isn't that bad 91 north looks good right now no problems there traveling on route 2 it's going to be slow from exit 4 leading up to the flyover and on route 2 west we did have three earlier crashes all between the exits of 8 and 10 but those are off to the side now not causing a delay at all at 847 i'm psycho dan with the modern rec report on radio 104 Nick, listen to this. John from Waterbury's on the phone. Tell him, John. Yeah, to me it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. But long time ago, uh, Ozzy and Alice Cooper did it long time ago. Ozzy and... It. Go ahead. A long him, time John. ago because it was the worst that they can do. Ozzy and Alice did each thing on stage, what they can do worse. Ozzy See drank that? piss and Alice Cooper drank piss. See that? Ozzy. Thank you, John. Ozzy and Alice Cooper. Ozzy, Alice, and Nick. Nick. Yeah. Cool. Those guys are pretty cool. Yeah. That's badass. Now That's if you just badass. bite the head off a dove. I don't think I'm going there, but I think it's pretty cool. I like All Alice right. Cooper and Ozzy. So. Awesome. See that, Dark Side? You make, and you mock. Yeah. Do you mock. Dark Side Dave, I've decided, is the perfect <laughs> example of a Monday morning quarterback. Mm-hmm. Oh, Every yeah. time something's over, it's how he would have done it differently. <laughs> you have to hear him in here, Nick, Everything? during the break. Oh, sure. It's, oh, if I were going to do it, I would never have had it chilled. Everything? I mean, he's all talk. What's yeah. his everything crap? <laughs> oh, oh, don't try to it. change the subject. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's so true. Dark, just, just in the hallway outside, D, Dark Side was saying to me, I would do it for 100 bucks. I would do it. It's no big deal. 100 I would bucks do it more, right man, man, not cold, tomorrow, though. See, see he's it's totally tall. Monday morning quarterback. Okay, okay, okay. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Dark side tomorrow. Hundred dollars. Hundred bucks. Hundred dollars warm. Warm. All right. Warm. Anything goes down better cold. See, see, warm. listen. See? He's backpacking. I know. I hate this. You He's say, back. say, <laughs> um, you say you're on. You're on. <laughs> we'll see. So tomorrow for hundred dollars, you're gonna drink your urine warm for hundred dollars. Yeah. Why not? I have five bucks that says he doesn't do it. <laughs> fresh out of the tap. That means fresh out of the tap. <laughs> Fresh out of the towel, pee in the corner of the room over here and do a cup. Oh. Okay. 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 Let's see. Let's see if he puts his money where his mouth is, literally, or his pee where his mouth is. <laughs> okay. Some reactions here uh, before we get into Sagan's Avas. First of all, thank you, Patty Hotcakes, uh, for her support of, of the listener who was upset with me. But to that end, remember the listener was upset with me yesterday because of Nick. Well, she was upset because of what Nick said he was going to do with the pooch pouch thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and, and she was just, well, and she said she wasn't listening. She may not listen to the show anymore. And I just said, you know, come on. 
Were you laughing when we were goofing on my nose? And that's something I can't do anything about. And I tried. Mm. Uh, <laughs> even post-surgery. Expensive surgery. surgery. Yeah. yeah, even post-surgery. It's still a big nose. You know, so, I mean, you know, just got to... I did say lighten up. But when we got a letter from Steve from the Tuck who said he wanted to commend us for scrapping Nick's insane idea about interviewing people with the pooch pouch. It's a personal issue for people. It should be left as such a thing. The other thing is, though, whereas your compassion, Gandhi... G Princess wrote a very articulate, very personal letter about an issue that's close to her heart, and your reaction was to lighten up. You're oversimplifying that, Steve, from the tuck. Okay, I mean, I did say lighten up, but it was lighten up with an explanation, just saying that we gotta, you know, we laugh at things, and, and sometimes if it turns around and points at you, all of a sudden some people get upset by it when it hits home. Just try and take it with a, you know, just try and. Look for once it's coming. I mean, yeah, Nick tends to be a little bit mean-spirited, but Beth and I certainly aren't. That's for sure. Uh, um, on that mount, Barb Boucher, Grandma Moses, says she checked has a medical Tabor's book and paniculitis, Nick was talking about, mm -hmm. is an inflamed condition of a layer of fatty connective tissue in the anterior wall of the abdomen. Mm. See? Look at that. Well, that's... Listen, I think it's it's an inflammation, though. Well, I wonder if that's different from... You're targeting mostly same. people who have a weight issue, right? No, I'm targeting... I mean, you could be a, let's say, medium-sized woman and have a gigantic pooch pouch, you know? Okay. That looks really inflamed and big and stuff. So, I mean, I was right. I, I told you guys, panicular. You didn't believe me. I didn't remember how to spell it, but I knew I was right. Well, I wasn't lying. Well, look at that. I was really kind of impressed with that, too. Well, Nick, you're, you're, you're turning heads. I got to say that. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people turning stomachs, too. Uh, a lot of people uh, reacted to my story about um, what happened with me and the guys from Twisted over the weekend. And I'm not going to read them all. I just want to say thanks to people like Shorty P, Corey from Bridgeport. Howie the Man, a lot of like, you know, just supportive, positive records. John Taft, a.k.a. Genghis John. Fresh Frankie. Diesel Doug. A lot of the regulars in there. Glow from Berlin. Thank you, Glow. Doc M. Uh, Mrs. Grizzly Adams. And Jeff Slocum from Long Island. Uh, there's a couple letters here that Matt Tarlick wrote one. It says, uh, I can totally identify with your relationship with the animal. I got married two years ago and my best friend ever was my best man. Since that day... I have not spoken with him. He wants nothing to do with me, and I have no idea why. I can tell that Mark's rants hurt you deeply. Fortunately, you at least have that and could respond to that. I just want to say that uh, that was the first time he ever expressed himself in any fashion. He stopped talking to me, and I never knew why either. It was really, uh, it's kind of true. I kind of, it was actually better to hear somebody venting their anger than to live in the dark and say, well, why isn't he talking to me anymore? You know, what did I do? And continuing, he says, in my case, my friend never gave me the chance. I still love him like a brother, but I'm a law at a loss is what I'm supposed to do. His name's Dan Griffin. I hope you're able to reach out to him and save your relationship. I'm not sure mine has a chance. Try not let that happen to you, Matt Tarlick. And then this last letter, this is classic right here, because you see this all the time. Subject, please keep us in the loop. D, with the unfortunate departure of Mark the Animal, please keep, please keep us the bass-playing peeps in mind. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if you could mention auditions and or tape submissions or should the time arise what, that we would need to fill his tights. Signed, Paul. Hmm. Paul <laughs> I know Sean. a guy 
I know a guy who called Ozzy, got through to Ozzy's bedroom, a, a hotel room, the day after Randy Rhodes died. Wow, they didn't need that call. Woke him up and said, listen, man, uh, I know you need a guitar player. The guy's body was still warm. Ozzy was furious. Furious at that call. But I mean, but I'm not furious at Paul's call. But I mean, that's, that's you know, there's always somebody out there ready to jump in somebody's still warm bed, you know, and they're ready to go. Um, okay, so uh, we, we got ready to go. We got, by the way, uh, we lost the phone call because some another guy was calling to let Darkseid Dark Dave have it. I mean, Darkseid, you're going to be drinking your own pee tomorrow. I don't care. Because it's the only way you're going to save face. You're going to get buried I in the email. I really don't care. I, I Whatever, I'll do it. It's no big deal. <laughs> you are such a... Oh, my God. I'm not going to make no big speech before I do it or nothing. Uh, oh, I would love to beat the crap out of you right now. Seriously. This is getting good. <laughs> you know, because it doesn't even matter that you're doing it. The time was today. You had the chance today, 45 minutes ago, and you didn't Excuse do me. it. I want to say this. He mouthed off. I put him on the spot. He agreed to do it. Warm. Let's see if he's a man enough to do that well, at if least. if I remember correctly, you put me on the spot about eating a human placenta. What happened? You ate it. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, well, I still have five bucks that says he's not going to do it. Okay. I think he'll do it, but Dark said I will... Be no more impressed with you. I actually I'm not be doing it for your approval. Impressed. I'm just doing it to show you that it's not that big of a deal. You know, you do it warm for God's sake. You know. Oh, All right, my. we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, I hate you right now, you piece of crap. Oh, I hate you. Hate you. Hey, I'm trying to play sweet emotion, but it's not playing. Turn it on, man, Chris. There we go. We got to do this uh, grand prize drawing. Would you please, Beth? We gave away four pairs of tickets over the last two days to the Big Aerosmith show tonight with Fuel. You definitely want to check that show out. I don't even know if tickets are still available, but you do. And this person we're going to draw right now is going to get tickets to the show at the Tweeter Center in Boston and a meet and greet. Okay, so who's the lucky winner there? The lucky winner is going to not just one, but two Aerosmith shows to possibly hear this great song twice is Jeremy... Carter of Old Saybrook. Congratulations, Jeremy. Right on, Jeremy. You're happening, man. You're going down up tonight. You're going to see it. And when you love it, you're going to get to see it in Boston. And Boston is their hometown. It, for them, it's always like the, it's a homecoming. Every time they play in Boston, you know, people just go nuts. They're Boston's favorite guys, you know? Mm -hmm. Besides, you know, the guys, Pedro and stuff like that. Other than that, <laughs> Aerosmith rule. And, of course, Dickie Barrett. Mm -hmm. Hey, Mike from West Haven is on the phone. Speak on it, Mike. Speak on it. D, dark side, you got to cool out, man. You're hiding behind your little graphics over there. <laughs> Listen to me. You, you can't just drink pee now because that's just as equal as Nick. You got to do something worse. And Nick, don't worry about mm. the women, man. There's going to be a lot of donkey punch going on. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick, Thanks, you know Nick. Nick, listen yeah. to me. Right before you're ready to have an orgasm, grab the girl by the back of her hair and... Okay, <laughs> listen, put it on hold. <laughs> he was going to get into a graphic description of the donkey punch. Thank you very much, man. I think Nick knows how it's executed. Okay. Hey, he makes a good point, though, Darkseid. So, uh, you like to, um, take big dumps. 
I'm not Nick, eating Come on. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, no, you, no, you can't have I that happen. I drank my own piss. I like side. big dumps. And I'm like, do me one better. You don't, he's exactly right. You don't do equal. If you're going to open your mouth and say, oh, it's no big deal. I'll drink it warm. I'll just take down the piss. No big deal. I'm not going to have any big speech. <laughs> well, let's say you take a spoonful of your own crap tomorrow you morning. You can't no. eat feces. You Why? Why? Because you, you can get Poison. all kinds of diseases from it, Nick. Well, too bad. Eat your too bad. He's your crap. Eat your crap. Do it. Do it. Hey, peanut gallery. Just a spoonful of feces. Okay. <laughs> okay, how about this? Why don't you drink? Shower at the gym. How about that? No. <laughs> Hundred bucks. I got a good one for you. Why don't you shower with some old man in there? <laughs> Sean's piss. Come on, small this is so up, man. You know what? Forget it, dude. Oh, Shut oh, up. Oh, here he goes. All right, that's it. Let's play second save us. Here was. Okay. Okay. Can we do go? Can we do this? Yeah. I think we should just do a couple questions yeah. and then break and then come back for more. Right? That's not good. Dark side. Yeah. Yeah. Fire it up. And now, the Snyder Radio presents America's favorite game show. It's Sagan Sebas. Here he is, your host with the most, Psycho Dan. Yay, Yay Psycho Dan. Psycho. Welcome to my game show where we don't drink piss and we don't eat crap. <laughs> we just guess questions. That's all we do here. All right, last week we had a big winner, and that was D. D, you remember what you won? Uh, yes, I do, Psycho. Tell him about it. You won a pink, <laughs> pink bathing cap. cap. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which cap. I traded with Beth for the underpants. <laughs> I said no trading of prizes. Oh, oh no, no. Shoot, that's right. And we didn't, we didn't do it. Listen, I hope you're not going to hold my comments about STP against me this week. Oh, absolutely not. I wouldn't let those sneak into my judgments here. <laughs> of course not. All right. So the order this week, we're going to start with uh, Stupid Dark Side. Then we'll go to Beth. <laughs> then Nick, and then D, you, because you were last week's big winner. Amazing. What's the All prize right. today, Psycho Dan? The prize today, uh, <laughs> it happens to be a leftover chocolate bunny from Easter. Uh, now, oh. I know Easter was uh, maybe a month or two ago, but I don't see anything wrong with this chocolate. And it's as still you, good. It's still good. As you can all see, it has not been opened yet. Is it solid or hollow? It's actually solid, crispy milk chocolate. Ooh, I'd like to get my hands on that prize. Okay, then. <laughs> on that note, obviously, this is my game show. I went out, asked people general knowledge questions. You guys, you're going to hear their answers, then you're going to guess the questions, all right? Once again, we're going to start with Dark Side. Right now, Dark Side, fire away the first clue. I think that's like one of those electric games that people, you know, throw a quarter in and play. Um, electric games that people throw up for. Yeah. Um, a slot machine. <laughs> All right, Go it's decent. Yeah, what do you think, Beth? What's a whack a mole? Whack a mole. We already had that. We Beth. did. Yeah, we had whack a mole. Darn. Disappointed, Nick. Um, what are those vibrating beds at cheap motels? <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, I suppose. D. What is? Asteroids. 
<laughs> old, old school. school. <laughs> yeah. I'm old school. <laughs> oh, thanks anyway. Dark side. Dark side. Why don't we have the next clue? That's when a girl would give you a good hard whack right in the sack because you try to milk her like a cow. <laughs> All right, dark side. Putting those clues together. What do you think? Oh my God! With a quarter. Oh, Beth. Beth is raising her hands. She uh, thinks she has it. Come on, dark side. Um, dime store hooker? Not a dime store hooker. Beth, you want to steal this one. What's a donkey punch? Oh, wow. That's pretty good. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> one point right off the bat. Damn it. Damn it. I am impressed. This is Lockwood. Way to go. All right. No steals a donkey punch away from me. <laughs> Wrong, Lentino. Apparently she did, Nick. All right, don't worry, Nick, because this next clue for the next question is for you. Go ahead, Dark Side. He's a rock star, has been. He sucks. <laughs> I wonder who this could be. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? Because I'm, I'm pissed at this guy, and I... If I ever meet him, we'll have words. I'm going to go with Nikki Six. No. We'll <laughs> have words. All right. Hey, D, what's up? How you doing? Um, Remember yesterday's I know it might be an opportunity <laughs> to, uh, to um, you know, use my my all-purpose clue, but I'm going to go with who's Scott Wayland? Wyland? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> 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 Dark side, care to venture, I guess. Well, I know you're pretty upset about the whole thing yesterday, so um, hope, hopefully this isn't the answer, but Axel? No, 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 it's not Axel. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for it. Wrong. All right. What do you think, Beth? Now, do you know I don't think this? <laughs> but I'll say what D. You, Snyder. D. Oh. Snyder? Which one? The guy who was in Twisted Sister? <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that. I thought he was that actually that mad at you, Jay. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Why don't we have the next clue for Nick? A make-believe character they made up in a TV, and people believe in it. What do you think, Nick? Um. Whew. I'm going to go with uh, Boy George. <laughs> I believe he's real. <laughs> but whatever. D? A made-up character and a washed-up rock star. Mm-hmm. Who is Archie from the Archies? Nope. Old school. <laughs> I love Archie. Oh, ancient. I'm old school. <laughs> that woman sounded pretty old. <laughs> and she is. What do you think, Dark Side? Uh, the lead singer from Danger Kitty. Uh, I need specific names. So I can't accept yeah. that. And Beth. I'm not going to go with his specific name. <laughs> okay. Um, instead, I'll say uh, Baby New Year. <laughs> Baby New Year? <laughs> At least it was a made-up character from TV. Extremely made-up. All right. Give us the last clue for Nick. Wrestler who's just not around anymore. Hmm. Wrestler who's just not around anymore. I believe he said a wrestler who is not around anymore. Rock star, wrestler. Um, who is Rowdy Roddy Piper? <laughs> no, that's wrong. But because you did drink your own piss today, I'll give you another guess. Go ahead. What? Shut no, up! I don't want no. any controversy. Nick, go ahead. Look at that. Okay, awesome psycho. Uh, Former wrestler, Nick. I think I have a picture of his backside in my wallet if you care to kiss it right here. 
gonna go with um, Bob Backlund. Oh, it was a good try. I gave you two guesses. We'll have to move on to All D. All right, I'm gonna oh, go. Actually, uh, Nick went twice. We're gonna have to skip D and go right to Dark Side. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Side? Do you want to venture a guess? I'm gonna say. Um, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. No, a former wrestler, Beth. I don't think you know it, but you got anything? Captain Lou Albano. Captain Lou Albano. No, that was wrong. Actually, Can was... I just guess say who I was going to guess? No. Jake the Snake yeah, Roberts. Okay. Jake the Snake Roberts would have been wrong. It was actually Sting, and Sting was, I believe, in the WCW, you know, that... The other yes. crappy wrestling. He certainly doesn't suck as a rock star. I didn't say he did. Whoever that first guy yeah, was. That guy's quite it's a wrong. character. All I right. like that guy. Right now, Sean, after two questions, what's the score? Well, right now, the score's pretty easy. Beth leads the way with one, followed by Darkside, Nick, and D with big fat zeros. All right. Big don't fat. Worry. Okay. All right. We got more questions when we return. Take a little quick break. More Sagan's Vas on the way. Do stick around. This is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. B. Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. Now back to B. Snyder Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want? B. Snyder Radio. On Radio 104. Mm-hmm. D-Day. It's happening June 29th, second anniversary of D. Snyder Radio being celebrated at Six Flags, New England in Agawam. Now, of course, not of course, but Six Flags has declared June 29th D-Day for the whole day. And Radio 104 will be broadcasting live the entire day till midnight. That means Will Cow, Chaz, Cousin Chris, Carlito, Scuba Steve, they'll all be down there. Hanging out, doing their thing. Everybody's very happy that my contract got renewed and that D-Signer Radio continues on boldly going where no show has gone before. Not really, but hey, that's what we're doing anyway. Nick drank piss today, D. That's, that's true. pretty new and fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fresh. Yeah. That Bubba the Love Sponge has never done that. Bubba the Love Sponge. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what we're doing is we're broadcasting from the Batman Theater at Six Flags from 6 to 10 a.m. in the morning. Seven Mary 3 is going to be playing. Local Legends, The Flames. We're going to have 1,000 invited guests. You can't buy tickets. You can only be invited. Between 6 and 9 o'clock, it's only the people who are invited. How do you get invited? Well, two ways. One of them, of course, is to, uh, well, you could win the song parody contest. That'll get you invited easily. Or you can call into our Snide Remarks voicemail line at 860-723-6071 and tell us how D. Snyder Radio has affected your life. You know, what, what, how has your life been changed by D. Snyder Radio? And if we like it, we'll play it on the air. We'll give you a pair of invites. Or you could be calling number 10 when I say go. Go at 860-666-4444. Call number 10. We'll win two invitations and all the tchotchkes that come with it, which you're going to get a D-Day hat and a limited edition CD uh, that's got some of the best things from over the past year, all sorts of other goodies. Remember, at 9 a.m., the park's opening early. 
And you can download, starting tomorrow, a $10.04 coupon for June 29th. We'll get you admission to the park for $10.04 for the whole day. And if you get there at 9 a.m., you could join the party. We're opening the doors of the Batman Theater for the last hour. And you'll be able to check out 7 Mary 3 performing. And you'll hang out with us for a little while. And you'll just have a great day there. That's $25 savings per ticket. Family of four saves 100 bucks right there. You're going with a date. It's 50 bucks in your pocket. It's just spending money for the day. All right. Andre from Derby won the invitations to D-Day, so stop going now. We'll be giving away plenty more in the coming days and weeks. Other airships will be giving away. Last weekend, we gave them away all weekend, so got that to look forward to, which is kind of nice. D-Day, June 29th. If you're not going to be, be attending, be sure you want to tune in for that big, big day for D-Snyder Radio. That said, let's get back to Sagan Zivas. Psycho! All right, D, when last we left you, Beth holding a one-point edge over everybody else. Um, so we're going to start with Nick on this turn. Dark side, if you're ready, let's have the first clue to the next question for Nick. He's a guy that has tight, curly hair that make god-awful music. Well, I wonder who we're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. It's your turn. Uh, tight... Curly hair. Hmm. Uh, I'll be sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hit the buzzer. I don't know where it is. And <laughs> eh, eh, wrong. No, <laughs> it's a good guess. It's very funny. It is. All right, D. What do you think? Tight curly hair, god awful music. I'm gonna go for the point here. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Moving right along the dark side. Scott Weiland. <laughs> he loses his turn. Maybe out of the game. <laughs> uh, I'll retaliate, Psycho. Possibly. Yeah, go ahead, Beth. Slash. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it should have been Slash. Dark side, play the next clip for Nick. He's that little alien in the movie Spaceballs who jumps out of the guy's stomach and starts singing. <laughs> oh, my. What do you think, Nick? Ooh. When you put the clues together, these are really easy. Think about it. Curly hair. Curly, 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 curly. Uh, Polly Shore. Polly Shore. He is an alien. All right, what do you think, D? Curly hair and jumps out of the stomach in Spaceballs. Did you ever see Spaceballs? Yeah, of course I one? did. Okay, then, then you know about that part. Yeah, it's great. John Hurt falls out on the table. They reenact that whole alien scene. Right, so what's the answer? Did you watch the I credits? don't know. Harpo Marks? <laughs> <laughs> old, old school. <laughs> old school. All right. Moving on to Dark Side. Oh, no, we don't. Go ahead, Beth. What do you think? Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Another good guess. No. <laughs> All right. Dark Side, play the next clue for Nick. No, you're not going to get a turn. Famous black man who uh, made the song famous, I Feel Good. What do you think, Nick? Don't fall into the trap. I know, I know. <laughs> Who is Ike Turner? Oh, a good guess. What do you think? D. Tight curly hair, god awful music, jumped out of the stomach in space balls <laughs> and sang I Feel Good, famous yep. black man. Yes, you might want to leave out the space balls clue. That might throw you off. 
Who's Busta Rhymes? Oh, no, this is actually an old school answer. All right, Dark Side, you're back into things. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Ooh, getting kind of warm. Beth, last try. I'm not going to fall into the James Brown trap, so instead I'll say Little Richard. Oh, Beth, that's why <laughs> you are a multiple-time champion here on my game show. Hmm. Wait a wow. Go, Thank you. All right. Hey. I thought you blew it when you didn't go for I said, oh, it's James Brown. But his hair, I mean, Little Richard's hair is sort of straight, isn't it? Did he straighten it? Uh, it used to be curly. Mudbone. These people are insane. Used to be curly. Okay. Thank you, Mudbone. All right. <laughs> no crying in your beers here. Play the next clue for Nicholas. A new tennis term for when the Williams sisters take you out. Ooh. Hmm. I would say, uh... Menage. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're thinking today, Nick. All right, D, what do you think? I'm going to go with bitch slap, psycho. <laughs> bitch slap. <laughs> Good try. Dark side? Ass whooping. Ass whooping. Wrong and... What is double trouble? Double trouble with the Williams sisters. All right, next clue for Nick. This might open it up. That's something that Spanish guys use to get their Latino women horny, hot and horny. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, Put those clues together, and this one's a give a giveaway. Um, Spanish fly. Oh, you got part of it. All right, D. You want to jump on a board? What is Richard's Williams sisters take you out and <laughs> Oh, I know it. I know you do. Who Damn knows? It. You might make it through this round, Nick. Who knows? <laughs> what is a Spanish onion? No, it's not a Spanish onion. Dark side? Um, Come on, you can steal the point. Venus flytrap. Hey. No. All right, very smart way to go, Dark Side. You're on the board now. Nick and D, you guys are both still pointless, but don't worry. We got a couple more questions to blow through before the Blitzkrieg round. Dark Side, first clue for Beth Lockwood. Pretty sure that's a group of killer orangutans down in the south. Who is this guy? <laughs> Gump, Forrest Gump. <laughs> is that your answer, Beth? No, I'll okay. say a pride. A pride? Just a pack of lions. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. What do you think, Nick? Mudbone, um, <laughs> friends. <laughs> Mudbone's friends. <laughs> oh, that's What's up with that? No, I didn't mean it like that. Do you know what happened? <laughs> oh, that's not right. Uh -oh. Mudbone was so you He was no. afraid that you'd puke pee all over him. Yeah. That is so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't mean. I don't know why. <laughs> he should lose a turn for that. Sorry, what a track that yeah. statement. <laughs> this has gone to his brains. All right, D, give me a guess, please. Uh, a group of orangutans in where? Down south. I believe it was down in the south. Not in Atlanta. Pretty sure that's a group of killer orangutans <laughs> down in the south. I love how he says, I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> right. um, Psycho, I, see, I'm not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> okay. Psycho? You just want to go. All right. Yes. No problem. Dark side? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, gorilla terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good, good guess. guess. Yeah. Not a bad guess at all. Beth? 
I already had one for you this. You already story. had one. All right. <laughs> Why don't we have the next clue? <laughs> We're back. So that's the uh, Japanese version of uh, the mafia, and you know it's very hard to get into. Oh my! Come what up. is the? Uh oh! Kamikaze? Kamikaze? No, I hit the buzzer. That's wrong. Moving on to Nick, can you put those clues together this time and come up with something? I'm gonna go with the uh, Viet Cong. Hey, that's as good a guess as anything else. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. All right, D. Um. Oh. Yeah, it's tough this week. Yeah, no kidding. Usually, you don't get any points. Yes, I don't. <laughs> How I won last week is beyond me. Uh, what is uh, Jungle Fury? <laughs> it's fever. Uh, wrong. What do you think, Dark Side? Uh, I think it's um, <sighs> jungle. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's all right. Last clue. This one might give it away. Mm. Go ahead. Play it for Beth. Those are people that went around wearing hoods, burning crosses on people's lawns. Don't fall into the trap. Who's the Ku Klux Klan? We <laughs> fell into the trap. I just told you. <laughs> All right, Nick. I believe there's clan in this answer. I believe there's clan in there. Oh, come on, psycho. Uh, Drink his own urine. How many clans are out there? I don't know, but I don't know any freaking Japanese clan. <laughs> uh, no, you who are the Wu-Tang Clan? Oh, ding, ding, ding. Oh, Way to crap. go. All right, I can't see? believe, wow, we threw you a freaking bone and a half. Oh, that this really did go to your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not to worry. One more question, then the Blitzkrieg round. Dark Side, go ahead, play that clue. That would yourself. be a Charlton Heston movie. Charlton Heston movie, Dark Side. Planet of the Apes. Good guess. Wrong. All right, Beth. Omega Man. Omega Man. Nick. Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, no. Andy. See, it's not a movie Charlton Heston movie because this guy's an idiot. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> and we're playing into it. We're sitting there, oh, let me think Charlton Heston movie. This is the first clue. He always plays a clue that makes no sense. This guy makes no sense. A Charlton Heston movie. Okay. What is automatic pilot, Psycho? <laughs> <laughs> that was a got a good chance as anybody. I know. I know. Right there. Dark side, next clue for yourself. I think they're a modern 80s rock and roll group. Oh, God. Modern 80s rock and roll group. NWA? They would be rap. Beth? Ah, eh, whatever. Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> Flock of Seagulls. No. Nick. Hmm. I'm going to say, uh, the Pretenders? Oh, good guess, good guess. You can see, you, you, this is that other <laughs> lunatic. This woman has never given a correct answer to date. <laughs> You're actually paying any attention to what she says? I have something to use. <laughs> yeah. There's I'm going to go with there. what is World War II, Psycho Dan? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm telling you, those All clues right. have nothing to do with the answer. You will find out soon enough. Play the last clue, Dark Side, for yourself. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Oh, come on. This is a rock band. St. Patrick's Day. Put a rock band in there. St. Patrick's Day. Mm, Charlton Heston. Um, Guns and Roses. <laughs> Has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. What do you think, Beth? You too. You too. No. Nick, you're pointless. St. Patrick's Day. People wear a lot of 
green on oh, this particular that is so day. Dang. Oh, um, I'm, I gotta go with <laughs> Billy Joe and the guys from Green Day. Hey, one point. Oh, oh my God. God. Pull that out. Boy, did you go. A love fest that going on over there. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. All yeah, right. I, I don't know how you managed that one, Nick, but I'll you did. Unleash, dark side, unleash. Oh and the point God. is... I think every- I have a picture of his backside in my wallet if you care to kiss it right here. <laughs> the point is you everyone dick. has at least one point going into the Blitzkrieg round. Beth, you have two points. Dark side, Nick, <gasps> and D, you all have one. Okay. All right? All right. We're going right now into the Blitzkrieg round. I'm not going <laughs> to use the correct or wrong buzzers. I want answers, and I want them quickly. We're beginning with Mr. D. Snyder. Exactly how many songs are listed in Twisted Sisters under the Blade album? Ten. Too late. Dark Side. Stone Temple Pilot sucks. Beth. Twelve. Nick. Ten. It was nine. D. What is today's weather what? forecast for Bangkok? <laughs> <laughs> it was ten, you Moving dick. Moving to Dark Side. What is, what is today's weather forecast for Bangkok? Scott Wildland's a dick. Beth. Sunny and 90. Wrong. Nick. Uh, showers. Close enough. It's thunderstorms. Moving on to D. Where are the Red Sox in the American League East Division standings? Number two. Oh, dark side. Who cares? Beth, number one. Yeah, Beth, one point for you. Moving on to Nick. Of all the African countries, which is my favorite? Zimbabwe. (laughs) Wrong. D. Dark side. Kenya. Beth. (gasps) The Ivory Coast. Uganda. Moving on to (laughs) Nick. What is Snoop Doggy Dog's real first name? Uh, no, it's not. What do you think, D? Paul. Dark side. Snoop. Beth. Oscar. Calvin. Last question, Nick. In the month of June, how many different men has Sean filleted? Uh, 30. 30. Oh, Nick, I'm going to give that one to you. Close enough. Oh, oh my God. Sean, I want the question final before? score. No, this was the month of June. We've moved past May. <laughs> All right, despite uh, that last... Uh, <laughs> Dig it. Me, the, the winners this week are tied. Beth and Nick with three oh, points thanks. apiece. And Darkside and D each have one point apiece. So oh. fight it out. Nick, you can have the chocolate bunny so you can get that taste out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No kiss up round, just charity. All right. Yeah. Give it to him. Way to go. Russell Stover, crispy milk chocolate. Fabulous, fabulous. Thank you, Psycho Dan, and the fab- always fabulous Sagan Z Voss. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, uh, we've got some uh, usual reaction, D-mail, what have you. What do we learn today is on, on its way as well. So stick around for more Radio 104, D. Snyder Radio. Hello. Welcome to an adventure in better living. D. Snyder. If you're here, who's running hell? Radio. A uh, breakdown here. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Stop fucking running right now! What do you mean? I'm trying to understand. Who are you? D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Alright. Oh man. So much D mail. We're getting a backlog. I may have to do a D-mail break officially one of these days soon, Nick. All right. Because I'm, like, trying to dig out of it here. Okay. Okay, maybe next week or something like that. Yeah. Got a few reactions here. Well, actually, I was kind of curious. Um, oh, by the way, check this out. Little Kings going on, going on to greatness. Little Kings apparently played a show at RFK Stadium. Hmm. By themselves? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were the only ones there. Was it like the HF Festival or something? 
It was some yeah, big festival yeah. there, two-day festival. And after the show, they did a press conference. And when asked what the first album they bought that really influenced uh, Pauly J from Little Kings, he said, Stay Hungry, Twisted Sister. Very awesome. nice. And the interviewer said, Stay Hungry had come up just the day before as well. And everyone in the room cheered Twisted Sister. It was a great day for rock and roll. That's Nick Clementi, Commodity Oddity Entertainment. And you can check out the Little Kings website at www.thelittlekings.com for pictures of them on stage at RFK Stadium. I'm going to uh, try and get some photos immediately sent from over in Sweden from the big festival I'm doing Saturday night. I'm going to get Cooch. He's my road manager. Take some digital pictures and like download them. So Sunday... Uh, or by Monday at least, Sean, you can post them up there, hopefully. Get some pictures. All right, man? Yeah, we'll take care of it. Cool. Well, let's uh, see what, how I spent my weekend. <laughs> uh, oh, I got more letters here, but I'm, I'm dying of curiosity uh, about this Aerosmith thing. What happened with Aerosmith? You went over to, well, the, to the Meadows? After, um, after Sean wasted five hours of my time yesterday. Which was, we may or may not talk about doing Shame of the City tomorrow. Uh, yeah. The five hours wasted was you went to New Milford. Sean had a connection uh, with his new movie that Adam Sandler yeah. is filming with Winona Ryder, right? Yeah, Mr. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, Mr. Deeds Comes to Town. And uh, after he wasted all my time uh, yesterday... Uh, I said, listen, dude, I, you know, we didn't know what to do. We had um, some time in the afternoon. I was like, Aerosmith's been here for a couple days. We got to find them, you know? Yeah, they'll be getting ready to start the tour. The first night is tonight at the Meadows Music Theater. Yeah, and I have a connection at the hotel that they were rumored to be staying at. Mm -hmm. So I gave someone a call over there. Um, no answer. And I said, well, you know, why don't we just go down to the meadows? And they should be rehearsing, you know? So um, we go to the meadows yesterday, and Sean, we're in Sean's car, and there's gate security there. Well, you know, when you roll up in a Corolla, you're going to get respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoke pouring out of the side windows. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like Cheech and Chong. Yeah. <laughs> They're arriving. Yeah. Hey, man, what's up? <laughs> so, um, anyway, I said, Sean, play it cool. We had some old laminates. And I said, we'll just flash the laminates and give them a nod. Wow, Wayne and Garth. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, um, Sean pulls in, and I'm like, quickly, man. And I said, yeah, we're just uh, checking in with the guys out back. And we flash the badge. And uh, he goes, oh, I saw you guys here before. Excellent. Drive, Sean, drive. <laughs> he goes left. I want him to go right. Oh, we man. do one major weave in the middle of the Meadows parking lot. Here. Very what cool. True consummate professionals that we are. Yeah. Doing donuts yeah. in the parking lot. <laughs> so for people do, that don't know the layout of the Meadows, and I can't reveal everything, but if you go a certain way, there's a path that takes you to where the uh, buses are backstage. Sure. So we pull in and there are four buses back there running. They're on. So I'm like, they're here. They're here. I don't hear any music playing, but I, I figured we had a chance to talk to some of the guys in the band. Um, 
only road crew back there. Big guys who look like they'd been around the block. Rock Were you and out roll of the car block. yet? Uh, oh, they probably got the same roadies from friggin' 74. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're walking up, mm. and all these guys are looking at me and Sean because it was just people who were supposed to be back there. No one else is in the park at all. And uh, I walk Are you wearing up. your laminates? Um, <laughs> no, we did, at this no because they were old, like one of four. Kept them on. Laminates. <laughs> kept them on at the distance. It's just a square thing <laughs> on a linear hanging around yeah. the neck. Well, um, the road guys crew are they're all staring at us, and then security comes over from the meadows, <laughs> and um, I'm kind of hiding my mic and stuff, and he comes up to me and he's like, uh, "What are you doing here?" I said. Um, I got uh, I got to see the guys, and, uh, <laughs> and he says, "What guys?" And I said, uh, "I'm here to see the bands." He goes, "Oh, really?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Who sent you?" Yeah. <laughs> and I said, um, "D. Snyder, uh, you know, he uh, sent me down here." And he goes. <laughs> Oh, my God. He goes, and today was so easy until you showed up. (laughs) And I said, what do you mean? He goes, Nick, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Everything was going so smoothly. Everything's been kept under wraps, and now you show up. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, at least he knows who I am, so I'm going to get to see the band, you know? Um, He goes, listen. He goes, promise you won't create any problems back here. (laughs) And I said, I promise. I said, everything's under control. (laughs) And he goes, do you have any kind of appointment for real? And I said, yeah, I got some appointments. And he goes, Nick, stop effing with me. He's like, I've heard your BS on the air every morning. He's like, I don't want to hear any of your crap. And I said, well, um, yeah, D sent me here. That's all I could say. So he calls. He gets on his CV. He goes um, to one of the head guys. I forget his name. We'll call him Steve. Steve, get out here. And he goes, is there a problem? And he goes, might be. (laughs) So then the other security guy comes out, and I recognize him right away. He starts shaking his head. He goes, Dick. We don't need you around here today. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? I just want to talk to the band. He goes, do you have an appointment to see the band? I said, um, well, kind of, yeah. I said, they're yeah. expecting us around. I, I, they know that D's in town. And he goes, oh, yeah? And he goes, today? And I said, yeah. And he goes, Nick, they're not in town today. They've been rehearsing here the past two days. They're not anywhere around the park. <laughs> and he goes, who made your appointment? And I said... Um, D did. <laughs> and he goes, I'm, I'm looking like crap here. <laughs> well, listen, he goes, No, he didn't. Yeah. I said, Okay. Thank you. Thank you, security guy. Of course I did. <laughs> and I said, Well, I kind of uh, made the appointment. Yeah. He goes, Nick, okay. He's like, I don't. He goes, Wait a second. He calls in. He goes, uh, Tom, those people at the front gate, the new people, we don't need them around there anymore. We don't want that kind of security for the show. <laughs> so, um, anyway, needless... So you got them fired. Yeah, um, <laughs> needless to say, the people, the security there is great at the Meadows, and, uh, they asked Sean and I to, uh, turn around and leave quietly. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had them say you were there to meet Brett from Fuel. He <laughs> yeah. may have gotten you back there. 
That's what I told you. Remember? I said, hey, Brett likes D, and, you know, Fuel likes us, so... Well, Steven doesn't not like me. (laughs) No, I know, but I'm saying, like, he, like, Brett would... I mean, we've talked to Brett, like, quite a few times. Yeah, but they weren't there. No, yeah, Brett so, wasn't there. Nice no. try, though, you guys. You so, got all the way back there. Yeah, we got the word that Aerosmith was here on Sunday and Monday. They had a full dress rehearsal late Monday night. And then yesterday they took a day off to rest before the tour starts tonight in Hartford. So, Well, they should. They've got an interesting tour. I mean, I really like their tour schedule. Uh, Tyler calls it the dream tour. And I'll say it is day off, day on. Mm-hmm. That's, that is... Too sweet. Well, they're at that level. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I used to always say, uh, one day, that'll be my perfect tour to play a show, have the next day off. Play a show so you don't got that rush into the next gig. You don't got the pressure of, you know, you got a recuperation day after every day. You could always be just like your best with a schedule like that. Mm. So you'd so be happy I, to know on the way out when I was wa- when Sean and I were walking away um, with our heads down, one of the guys, one of the road crew guys goes, hey, kid. I turned around and he said, "Tell D I said hello." <laughs> Old school was, but yeah. So and then I walked Old away because it kind of scared me. <laughs> and then we we booked out of that parking lot because those two security people that the are ones the front, you got fired. Yeah, Nick goes, "Hey, Sean, uh, I'd step on the gas right about now if I were you." So I booked out of there. Uh, just a couple of uh, emails. I just want to uh, say hey to first of all, Dennis. Sorry, dude. Dennis uh, had a CD case stolen out of his vehicle, mm. and he thinks with all of his choice CDs, including mine, uh, he thinks it was because it was a D Euro sticker on there that, that drew, drew their attention to it. Okay, so that's not one of the great positive stories about the D Euro sticker. Go to, uh, by the way, Radio104.com, click on the D Euro icon, and you can find out where to get one near you. Steve, go for it, dude. He's decided to go into radio. As a result of listening to the show, wish you luck. Welcome. And uh, Brian, uh, who wrote an extensive letter about um, how the show stinks, um, and and, um, some what he considers to be constructive criticism and uh, suggestions, no. Brian, that's just in answer to everything you said, no. Okay. All right. With that said, what do we learn today is next. Oh, check this out. Mikey Ramon learned yesterday. He said, I need clarification. Yesterday, as I listened to Nick talk about having you as a surrogate father, mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, my radio started to get static. I couldn't completely hear whether Nick said he wanted you to tuck him in and pack his lunch, or was it tuck him in and pack his fudge? <laughs> I just needed clarification on this subject. Gabba Gabba, hey, Mikey Ramon. Can I also say something to Mikey Ramon? Mikey Ramon, you sent me an email, and I tried to respond to your email with the answer that is Adrian. He was looking for somebody's name. But as has been the case for months and months, we are still not able to respond to our email. Uh, What is the deal with that? Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel really bad. I've tried to respond to people all the time who just have questions and I want to help them out, and we can't. What are we being told? Because my last thing was over a month ago, I spoke to the highest person I can here, the GM, and she very officially, and uh, you know she's great, but uh, she says, okay, boom, it'll be taken care of. Mm-hmm. It was a month ago. We still have no we email capabilities. Uh, Nick, I'm asking you. Okay, well, 
I had to, this is what I did the other day, late in the day, I dragged him and wouldn't leave the, wouldn't let him leave the office until he set up a brand new account for me. And I'll do the same for you, Beth, because I think that's what you need. I don't, it's not going to get fixed. So then do I need, we have to have new incoming email addresses as well? Yeah, I have a new um, email address. If people, if that doesn't work, I'll just, as I say, I'll, I'll, Pay for an account, and I'll give the receipt into Clear Channel. <laughs> we'll just we'll go. We'll get some service. I'll pay for it. And I'll just hand in a receipt. Yeah, this is stupid. People write to you, you can't respond, and they think. And then I mean, I and then they think you guys are being ignoring them or being, you know, uh, being arrogant or whatever. They're not. Yeah, it's been going I still. On for months. I'm gonna have to sit in the office and lock myself in there for a few hours and respond to all the pissed off people who emailed me saying, you know, you dick. Because I wasn't, they thought that I wasn't giving them answers on things, important things. Like, I mean, people requesting your locations, all I had was their email address. So, um, tell those people we apologize and we'll get the problem fixed right away. All right, cool. All right, what do we learn today is next. Give us a call at 860-666-4444. Tell us what you learned. Win a D. Snyder Radio prize pack. We're playing for a prize pack today. Okay, it's got a T-shirt. It's got a Euro. got an autographed picture. It's got a Denny's free entree coupon in there, which is always good. So uh, give us a call right now. Join the party. What do we learn today is next. This is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Call D. You may not love me now, but I can try, try, try. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're going to get back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Radio 104. Okay, okay. Hmm. Time to go. Beautiful day. Spring has finally arrived. What do we learn today? Is now. So join the party. 860-666-4444. We got a sponsor? Yep. What do we learn today is brought to you by Boomer McLeod of Orange, which is located on Boston Post Road down in Orange. And also brought to you by Town for Tire, the best place for the most brands, best prices, and personalized service. Sing it. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Justin from Ansonia. Good morning, Justin. How are you? Going on. Uh, it's, no, a lot's going on, man. So what did you learn today? Uh, if Darkseid was a cop in England, he would have to apologize 104 times for farting and stinging up every scene of a crime. <laughs> 104 being our the numbers of our station? Yes. Well done, Justin. Hold on a second. Yeah, we got to do On the Road with Mudbone. That was a good one today. We didn't even get to it. We got the one newscast. Well, you know... Sure, there's the news, there's on the road mud bone, but when a man drinks his own urine, everything else gets shoved aside. <laughs> uh, Beth Lockwood. Well, I learned that despite the fact that Nick has probably caused an insurmountable riff in his family life, he is a man of his word and uh, did what he said he would do. Thank you, Beth. 
Yes, he did. He most certainly did. Can't take that away from him. <laughs> if we, even if we wanted to. Steve from Waterbury is on the phone. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, D. What's up, man? How you doing? We're here from Waterbury a lot today. What did you learn today, Steve? I learned that Mr. Lentino is just like Niedermeyer in the Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it video. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you, when you picture Nick's dad, you picture that same kind of frothing intensity. Yes, I do. <laughs> Got Nick. Could you please, hold on a second, Steve. Nick, would it be completely out of line if you like ran a tape on your old man one time when he's like losing it? <laughs> um, I could try But most of the calls come Around dinner time You know, on my phone So it might be hard to record But I could try to get them going What about once. live in concert? <laughs> Nick Lentino Sr. Well, you can't really put it under your shirt Strapped to your chest Because that shirt's coming off at some point Exactly You and want a wire under your nuts <laughs> Like they did old school <laughs> Yeah, right yeah, they did that way back. I'm old <laughs> good fellas. They did that go, they shave you down there, and then they tape it underneath. Yeah, would you do that yeah. for the show? Oh, sure. Yeah. We're a wire. <laughs> the first son that has been put in a witness protection program from his own dad. Uh, Dark Side Dave. Yeah, everybody. What did you learn today, Dark Side? Well, about Nick drinking his urine, I guess I overstepped my bounds a little bit, dude. And uh, I give you credit, man. I give you some respect for that, dude. You didn't back down, unlike some of the other things you did back down on. I apologize for being a little harsh about it. And, you know, if you want me to, I'll still do it tomorrow. I have no problems about that. I'm not afraid to. No big deal. But... Um, congratulations on, on holding true to your word, man. All right, I'll accept that, but, I mean... Do you want him to guzzle tomorrow? Yeah. You want him? Yeah. <laughs> John from West Hartford's on the phone. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you? Oh, great. You guys are awesome. We love the Thanks very much. So, what did you learn today, John? learned today that our expectations of Nick are so low that even when he drinks urine, everybody is proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I just started thinking to myself going, this is pretty pathetic. This is like the man drank his own pee, for God's sakes. We're talking like he invented a cure for cancer. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. You know, <laughs> Okay, if you say so. Well, Nick, the man... Yeah. yeah. Two hot blondes want Nick to come live with them. Southington. Awesome. Menages that night. You know? Do it in the butt. Is that yeah. a good town, Southington? Oh, yeah. It's a wealthy town. They probably have a pool, so I would have, like, sex with them on the diving board and stuff. Do it in the butt. Yeah, a lot of anal sex. You know, we're on oh. <laughs> the pool. You're getting a little carried away. Hushbacker. Huh? <laughs> oh, These girls would love to have anal sex. I'm sure they would. That'd be so awesome. I'd love that. Starting to move out of your dad's side. Whip out everything <laughs> you got and do it in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey punches all around, too. <laughs> will you tell us what you learned? Okay. Sorry. Um, well... 
Dark Side, your um, (laughs) so-called apology was pretty pathetic. Heartfelt. And I, I learned that in this locker room that Beth Lockwood is an unbelievable woman. And not only that, she's pretty perceptive. You are the definition of a Monday morning quarterback for everything. Oh, I do. You are. What do you mean everything, though? Just and okay, that like one free, thing. Okay, how about when after you quit smoking and then it's you're all over the smokers. Smoking's like, disgusting. Oh you guys you disgusting. should be able to quit. There's no yeah. doubt about it. This is coming from somebody that's experienced it. I'm not being a quarterback about it. I'm just telling you, it's true. It's disgusting. Look, you guys caused another fire out there today. Did you smell it in the hallway? Oh, it, yeah, I did. It, is that what it was? Yes. It's a disgusting habit. And I'm not saying that putting you guys down. I was there for years and years and years. That's not being a quarterback. What caught fire? Um, some A lot of people throw like plastic in there from the cigarette wrapper or the wrapper itself. They just toss it in the thing. And then ah. we go out and smoke cigarettes and this stupid dispenser that they have out there, it's almost impossible to completely put out your cigarette in it. Um, so you toss your c- half-lit cigarette in there and the next thing you know, there's a fire. You should just go back to fl- <laughs> flicking next them. Thing you know. <laughs> no, I am. I'm flicking them all over the place out there now. Oh Screw my it. god. Yeah. Oh. See, this okay. just, it keeps going and going and going. It's, okay. Yeah. Let's talk to <laughs> Terry from South Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, good morning. Hey, how you doing, D? I'm doing good, man. What'd you learn today, Terry? I learned that Nick's dental hygienist just scheduled a vacation for the week of his next appointment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, these teeth are stained yellow. As if they weren't staying bad enough before. Hold on a second. Did you get a little high from it, by the way? You drank a lot last night. No, I didn't get anything from it. I was hoping for a little buzz. You feel any health benefits? Uh, Absolutely not. No, nothing. I mean, maybe later in the day I'll get a burst of energy or something. But right now I just kind of feel like, you know, that I should brush my teeth. (laughs) And that's about it. So, yeah. A lot. With yeah. Beth's toothbrush. A lot. Yeah, Beth, can I use your toothbrush? <laughs> no, you can have it. <laughs> well, I learned that, um, I don't know, I I find it hard to believe that Nikki Six was sincere in his insanity. Now, I've spoken to Nikki off the air, and I didn't know Nikki in the day, and I spoke to him in the interview. And I'm reading elements of his book, and I've heard the stories, and I'm saying, it strikes me as this guy, these guys thinking that this was the definition of a rock star, you have to do these things in order to be a rock star, and that he would deliberately get high, you know, pushing it to the edge, hanging out in strip clubs, because that's what you got to do to be a rock star. How about that time, though, that he died, and his heart actually stopped? He's an idiot. He's a freaking idiot. Who does that much stuff? Gets that high to kill yourself, then goes and gets higher. I don't know. It just seems, he just seems too smart for that. You heard him talking. I agree. He does sound smart, but. I've spoken to him. He's very clear-headed. And I found that a lot of people like Nikki, who's definitely a general in, in his band, is very systematic and does things very in a very thought-out fashion. 
you don't control a band, keep it together that long without having something on the ball. It's not an accident. Unless you've got some expert management. But you can hear the guy is focused. I think he just thinks, okay, this is part of it, man. This is part of the Motley Crue mystique. Getting wasted, got to do this, got to, you know, got to be do, marrying uh, people from Baywatch. And everybody's going, yeah, that's, that rules, that rules. But it just sound, it sounds more like it's a, a thought-out thing as opposed to something that's spontaneous. It doesn't strike me as spontaneous. I don't know. Forget it, Sean. Tell me what we got here. All right. Justin from Ansonia learned that if Darkseid was a cop in England, he'd have to apologize 104 times for his flatulence problem. Steve from Waterbury learned that Mr. Lentino is just like Niedermeyer in the Twisted Sister videos. John from West Hartford learned that our, that our expectations of Nick are so low that when he drinks urine, we're all so proud of him. And Terry from South Windsor learned that Nick's dental hygienist just booked her vacation. I think John. I did too. Because, <laughs> what an observation, right? That was yeah. the one of our expectations. John, you were so on the money with that man. Really. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, just sort of sitting here, everybody, yeah, good work, man. Good work. You drank your own pee. <laughs> All right, hold on, John. We'll get your information. You win the prize pack and bragging rights. Steve, Terry, just, uh, Justin, well done, but not today. Okay. Time to go on the way out, of course. We'll let you enjoy the brand new On the Road with Mudbone, and we'll play it some more tomorrow for people who were listening earlier. They're not listening now, so they won't know that until tomorrow. Uh, I got a blank message you might want to resend. But as I see things, <clears throat> i got to thank Nikki Six for finally calling in uh, after three cancellations. And tomorrow on Psycho Dan, thank you for Sagan Zivas. Nope. Doesn't hurt to kiss up a little early for next week's game. Tomorrow, Ask D. Snyder Radio. We haven't done one of those in a couple of weeks. The questions are piling up. Shame of the city or the shame that never happened of the city. One or the other. We'll see what happens. But uh, Nick and Sean went out, tried to go to New Milford, take care of some business. Never happened. So they're hoping to go out there today. But we'll also discuss what happened with New Milford. That thing fell apart. And oh, we got a, a quiz we want to take. Find out who's... The quiz is called Who's Your fa- Your TV Family? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's Your TV Family? You know, everybody has a different personality type. And this quiz sort of defines what... If you were to fit in with one family on television, which one would it be? We're going to play that tomorrow. It looks like fun. Also, uh, we'll have more D-Day invitations to give away. And I'm telling you, get those song parodies in because there's a few more weeks to go, a couple more weeks to go. And we're going to start playing some next week. And we're giving away an $8,000 Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft. This thing is so choice. Comes to you courtesy of uh, New Haven Power Sports and New Haven RER Motor City in Monroe, Westbrook Power Sports in Westbrook, Yamaha Kawasaki of Putnam and Thayer's Marine in Norwich. So don't wait and get the details of the contest at Radio104.com. And you know what? While you're there, answer this week's survey questions for Monday's Family Feud. And also a special survey question trying to get suggestions from you for our best of commemorative CD for the second anniversary of D. Snyder Radio on D-Day. So uh, answer that question as well. Tell us what you'd like to see on there. Okay, have a great day, everybody. Will Cow's up next. Don't forget, Chaz 
is going to be, there it is right here, uh, broadcasting live from the Elbow Room on Farmington Ave in West Hartford Center. She'll have a live 420 mix and plenty of Radio 104 giveaways. Check her out. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Welcome to On the Road with Mudbone. Hop in, ease the seat back, and enjoy the ride. With authorities hot on your trail and toilet paper running low, it is time to get out of Mexico and make your way through the Panama Canal into the former Sudaca capital of the world, Colombia. The main tourist attraction in Colombia happens to be the...